veteran, 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 gamers, gamers, the veteran gamers podcast. Hello and welcome to show 42 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. The answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe and everything is... Forty-two. Yay! Yay! Forty-two. Oh, Douglas Adams. So, so does that mean on this show we're going to reveal the meaning of life? Then is no, that is that we what know we're doing? The the mean, the no, we know the answer to the meaning of life. We just don't know the question yet. Ah, don't. Ah, so this show is the meaning of life. Is it forty-two? Is that the what we're saying? Yes. Ah. The answer to everything. We just got to figure it out. We're getting there. I get it. But first, we start it. by introducing each other. Yes, we have tonight on the show. We have uh, Chinny. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. Hi. Ta. Thanks for downloading. Oh, by the way, that did remind me. Thank you for the a random song that you sent me over Xbox. Yeah, I have been doing that quite a lot. Um, School Duggera has done a very good job of sending some back. Has he? Yeah, he sent some back. So that was fun. Yeah, it sounded like it. It sounded like a bit of fun. And we've also got a Duke. Finally! Freedom! True freedom! <laughs> Yay! There you go. I, you know, I didn't expect to get another soundbite. I thought that was sort of it. No, no, no. I've always got soundbites. And in fact, today, I've got lots of soundbites, don't I? Yes! Oh, <laughs> oh no. Here, wait. I won't go too nuts. There you go. Yeah. Why do I feel like this is going to be a long show? Someone describes well, our you know show as a, you... as, as a Sunday morning radio show. I think they're right, you know. Yes, that is that is true. American, I assume, radio show <laughs> rather than a UK I don't one. listen to any radio shows on Sunday morning. Really? But Stu does do a lot of uh, editing to help make the show work well. And I don't know about other people, but... I cannot thank you enough! <laughs> oh, my God. Nice. Sorry, I'm just uh, very excited because of what I'm going to be talking about today. Go ahead. I know, you're always excited anyway. Oh, but I'm especially excited. Are you what? Especially? Last time I bought a game day one. A long time ago. And and I bought the same game day one, although oh. I wasn't originally doing but I have. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'll be talking a little bit. I don't think I've put as much time in as you, though, because I'm only <laughs> level two. And I notice you're level, you're level two. <laughs> <laughs> Level 15, are you? Or even more than that now? Probably higher than that. Oh. 25, 25 hours. No. It's ridiculous. I was sick, home, school, home from school sick on Friday. So I played a lot of it then and then on the weekend. And yeah. Oh, my God. Although, funnily enough, right, um, I was playing yesterday morning, right, yeah. uh, before we went out somewhere. My wife said, you need to turn that off. And I thought, I was in the middle of a conversation with a woman in a bar. So I thought, oh, I'll just pause it and then come back to it later. So I paused the game, forgot all about it, came back sort of later that day, and now it shows that I've been playing for eight hours, but I haven't really. 
I'm trying to put it. You're only eight hours and you're only level two? Yeah. Wrong? What's all that about? I've just been walking around. Well, I didn't think it would show that as game time if it was paused in the controller. Yeah. yeah. Some games do, some games don't. <laughs> I, I, watched, like I watched Fallout yesterday. Oh. What do you mean you watched it? Oh, you watched someone playing it? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I thought a film would come out I didn't know about. There you go. No, I watched it. Uh, there you go. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yeah, no, I want to start off right, because um, right. I was meant to finish Enslaved on Saturday. <gasps> what? You mean you, you didn't? You, no, I didn't. Did I didn't. Don't you hate it when you go on Xbox and people bother you to play games? Yeah. Just a yes. little bit. Just a little bit. So, yeah, so I went on to Xbox. Um because my wife was still watching the TV, and I had Enslaved on the PS3. So my wife's watching... Yeah, I believe so. you mean the PS triple. That's in, indeed what I mean. So my wife was watching the TV, so I thought, I don't really want it. She was watching Cheryl Cole with Piers Morgan or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking girl stuff and, yep. you know. Oh, he cheated on me. Yeah, that. yeah, footballers yep. and stuff. Anyway, so I thought, well, I'll go and play a bit of Fallout New Vegas, because I haven't really played very much. And then, yeah, and then I'll, you know, as soon as sort of Kay's finished watching Cheryl Cole, I will go and play the rest of Enslaved. So I went on Xbox, and there was me thinking I was going to get some uh, New Vegas in, and what happens? I get invited to an Xbox Live party, that's what happened. Oh, it's so hard to have friends, man, jeez. I know, I know. <laughs> so, I get invited, uh, Left 4 Dead 2, and ended up playing till about 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And was it fun? <laughs> Who all was there? So, right, yeah, need to, we do need to talk a little bit about uh, one person who joined us in particular before we move on to who, all the other people. Um, yeah, basically, Rickster, who's had the game from what I can gather since almost launch and never really played it. Nope. Nope, is, nope. is the impression I got. And, yeah, he, he definitely moaned a lot. It's, well, it's, he moaned about... The fact that he didn't like killing zombies or playing as a zombie. <laughs> which didn't help because he was playing Leopard 2. Yep. Which involves a lot of killing of zombies and what playing. What do you think he was going to be doing? Mm, I don't know. He says, just give me a gun and I'll shoot stuff. Yeah, pretty <laughs> but much. But not zombies. I don't want to shoot right zombies. But he, he hated being a zombie. He, he, I think it's because he didn't really have much time with the game. But, but I was, I mean, Quamrian were telling me off because I was trying to explain to Rickster what he was supposed to be doing whilst being strangled by a smoker at the same time. Yeah. So I'm there busily trying to explain how. Just a helpful voice, too. I know. You know? I was there trying to explain how each zombie worked, what their attacks worked, how you did it, Mm. and he just didn't seem to take any of it in, though. I'm like telling him. It's a lot to take in, though. When you play a multiplayer game for the first time, it's, it's difficult to take it all in. Mm. No, I don't do, disagree do with you. Do, 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 I mean, Duke plays a lot of multiplayer games when you first jump yeah, on them. There, there is a lot to... I mean, you know, Modern Warfare 2 does a good job of sort of easing you in, but Left 4 Dead 2 throws it all at you at once. No, I don't disagree with you, but he was like... He just didn't listen, right? I'm saying to him... Most Sorry, he didn't what? Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll say... Yeah. I say most zombies, it's the right trigger. You know, you, pr- you pull the right trigger to do an attack. So if it's a hunter, you do the left bumper first to sort of crouch and then right trigger to yeah, pounce. Yeah, but he, he wasn't getting used to the whole, I keep dying as a zombie. It's like, that's the point. That's what happens to, to you. Come and, you and, that's, and that's something that's different on that game. Yeah. I He's do used to like, surviving for a while, at least. 
Did you did you play some co-op afterwards? Because you were going to carry on and play some co-op, wasn't you, with him? No, we did. Yeah, but um, Rick left. Did he? But, yeah. Uh, it was funny because we had a, a, an official play date because that was kind of a pre-play date, if you will. Mm. Yeah. Um, that I set up, like just randomly sent messages to people, which was nice. Um, but uh, the official play date was, was Bad, Battlefield Bad Company 2. And he did, and he, Rick Smith did show up, like he said he was, and he did say, um, I hope there's no fucking zombies in this, uh, in this game. So, <laughs> yeah, he didn't yeah, complain sure to the... Catch it soon. He didn't yeah. complain to the same extent then. I hope he's not playing Red Dead Redemption tomorrow. Oh, yeah, is that out tomorrow? Ooh, yeah. Oh, man, Most I might have to... Might have to buy some points I bought again. Some points, bought some points today just oh. for that. Fourth and I'm going to buy Pants vs. Zombies as well, so screw it. Fourth time this year I'll have to buy points for a game, for something off like, you know, the marketplace. The arcade games are getting better and better, aren't they? They are. They are. Jesus. So, yeah, so that was, it was pretty cool, wasn't it? So, it how, was, was, how was the play date, by the way? How did it go? It, it was, was awesome. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun. Cheers, it was, everybody. A, it was a pain getting people in rooms, wasn't it, Dick? Yeah, uh, it was. We had people. I mean, even by the end, there were still people who were like unable to be on our team. And Bongo, the same. Poor Bongo kept always being on the other team. And um, but it was a good laugh. I mean, it was a lot of fun. And it was, you know, we tried to get a private was, match going, but that was a nightmare. We couldn't get that happening at all. Rick couldn't join there, us. There was one point where there was only one person on the other team, and we had a whole <laughs> team full of. Um, People from, you know, it was all sort of, us, yeah, against and, one other person. Well, and he just kept on parachuting in, Stu. Right? Yeah, it was the one board where you parachute in, and so yeah. they just kept, and as soon as he parachuted in, people would spot him, and then everyone would start shooting at him. Yeah. So that was. Or fun. her. We may have been a her. We talked yeah, about I think it was, her name was Jane or something. So, apologies yeah. to Jane. Bless you for staying. But she Uh-oh. stopped it until, like, the next couple of games as well. So, yeah. Yeah. she wasn't phased. Um, no. Yeah, but yeah, that was fun. But the room filled out more even after that. And my friend Dame, I'll come along. And I'm sure you've got a list of all the people there, Duke. Maybe I do have a list of all the Good. people. Right, they are read, awesome. Uh, I'll you read them right now. No, I'll do it yeah. as shout-outs. We'll do it as a yeah. Closer. We'll do it at the end. Keep people okay. listening to hear their name. Cool. Yeah, yeah, but the, yeah. The, the, the Left 4 Dead thing because I didn't really. Organize, I don't know. I can't remember who was there. But it's like Hell Patrol and Rickstar and GH Rocker was there, but he he got told off. Um, Stu, you were there. I was yeah, there. no, GH Rocker, that was quite funny because he just disappeared, didn't he? One yeah. minute he was there, one minute he was gone. Um, was there, Scaldor yeah. was there. Um, oh, Thor, Thor HC Thor. was there. We haven't spoken to Thor for uh, since the other five days, please. Yeah. So, my friends, listen, uh, you and Israel M. Um, yes, I'm, I'm missing people, but yeah, it was great. It was great. Well, what was cool, I mean, my favourite bit of the game, and I was trying to. I was trying to explain to Rickster how moments in the game are what make that game, you know, when something just really random happens, you know, and that's what makes it so much fun. And Thor, we were doing the finale with the car where you have to fill the car up with fuel to get away. And Thor was putting a a fuel tank in the car, and as he was doing it, I grabbed him as a smoker on the staircase, and everybody else was somewhere else on the map trying to get gas cans, so nobody was there to save him. Right. Dragged him up so he was sort of dangling from the staircase. And Rickster was a charger. And Rickster came up and he was just using him like a human punch bag. So he was literally like hooking him with his with, with the charger's claw on the staircase underneath. Start doing the Rocky soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. It was, and, and I was saying, this, this Rickster is what makes this game so great. Is moments when you sort of get together, you, you double team and, you know, just... Yeah pull something really cool off that's really funny at the same time and 
it, it was a good. I mean, how did you find it, Ginny? Because, like you say, you've not really played it before. So, what did you think? Um, I've not played um, Method of too much. Um, but yeah, I'd like, I, I didn't think I'd like it because of all the 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 bad stuff, I guess. Um, what can I say? Like, you know, when the demo came out and people were saying it was too hard, and I, I really was expecting it not to like it that as much as one but i do i really do and I, I i like the characters i didn't think i would but i do i think they're funny um apart from rochelle rochelle a bit boring i guess but the other the other three are funny uh yeah so i'm enjoying it i'm loving it really, yeah I, I think i feel i feel i still even now feel a bit sorry for that game because it did get a lot of bad press and mm. you know like people liked you because you didn't like it did you at all nope too hard yeah, there you go, you see. But it isn't T H D P It's not It was for me. Maybe I didn't have the right people with me. I know you definitely need to have four and I you know, most of the time I played it was me and a mate and then like we'd bring in two random people and sometimes they quit or whatever and Yeah, it makes me just the wrong team. But that's the thing, is like the first one it felt like it didn't. You know what I mean? The AI could pick up if somebody dropped out and like it wasn't so grueling, punishing hard in But there was those moments where um you know, like looking like for Dead One, um, you know, when you kind of feel like you just made it. The the, the one campaign where you make it out to the boat, I was the only person that made it. Yeah. Right? And it was just this brilliant feeling. I think it was Quamrian, um Skull. And I forgot who else. It could have been it could have been Thor, I'm sure. But there's there was four of us and I was the last one. It was me and I was just running for my life. I was limping for the, like, Gore was the last one before me, uh, and he was just on the floor, and his skull was saying, go, Chitty, just go, run, run, you know, and um, I was just running for the boat, zombies behind me, and I had everybody talking to me saying, don't look back, just, you don't want to see what's behind you, and it's just that, that idea of you've just made it, you know, yeah. Oh, I think, I mean, my favourite finale out of it is, is the Dark Carnival one, the one with the, the pyrotechnics. Helicopter and stuff. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And really hard. I mean, that is a really hard finale to do. Yeah, See, and I feel that's what they did with that game, is that they were like, okay, because they said, didn't they, that they were like studying the way people played and they yep. were trying to make it more challenging. And, you know, I think, okay, fine. So that's trying to give something to the people who really mastered Left 4 Dead 1 and they really love it. And people, obviously, people who play Valve games tend to be very, you know, Know, aggressive and assertive and, and very uh, obsessive about their games. So I can understand that, and maybe it's just that, you know, it went in a direction that I wasn't so much into. So. Yeah, it's not like I've ever felt that way about a game that all the rest of the world really loves, and I'm not so into it. Yeah, surely not. That never happens, yeah. does it? Never no, at all. God, how, how could that happen? <laughs> anyway, so, so Chini, what else have you been up to apart from uh, Left 4 Dead 2 and Battlefield Bad Company 2? There you go, two already. Um, just cause two. All right, yeah. Plenty of sequels, and that game is okay. <laughs> Better than the first. Yeah, how did you, you find the grapple? Because obviously, a lot of people. It's it's okay. You know, you can get around and stuff. But I just the the, the story is here's an excuse to blow stuff up. Yep. Um, which is okay. The voice acting is awful. Like, so bad to the point where I think they're doing it for a joke. Um, maybe 
ironically, or they just got somebody in the office to do it. I don't know. And, and, and the, the, the voice acting is so bad that it's almost racist because you get, like, Chinese people, and it's like, oh, he got grapple hook, you know, and it's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, shouldn't, shouldn't be doing that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's just like, wow, this is, this is really bad. You didn't waste your budget on the, the talent, the voice talent, did you? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, you blow stuff up. Here's an excuse to blow stuff up. Some of the missions are quite cool. Like, there's one where a rocket launches up to space, and you have to shoot it before it goes. But most of the missions are blow stuff up. Uh, and it's 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 fine, but it runs out of steam like pretty quickly. You know, it, it's like okay, this is fun, but I need something else. You know, all the fun stuff that you can do, like um, like with the grapple hook, and you can tether people together and stuff. That that's not. I don't know. I didn't really have that much fun with it. I had fun people pull, pulling people off with the grapple, but I, I don't know. I just I, it's kind of. Uh, it's it, kind of a fun gimmick, but then it, yeah, it loses yeah. its excitement very quickly. It's, it's okay. It is fun, you know. It, it is fun, but it's it just fun for a little bit, you know, maybe a couple of hours, and then you, you've seen everything that the game has, and you're like, well, okay. What else have you got? Nothing. You just passed up. Great. Thanks. Done. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I, I'm, I'm not blown away by it. It's, I wouldn't even say reality. I'd miss it if I was you. Like if you don't play it, I'd just give it a miss. You're not missing much. So, yeah. whatever. And anyway, um, yeah, that. Play that game. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And I believe you've been playing a bit of Enslaved as well. I have. So. Well, you've been watching my game, too. I have. <laughs> No, uh, no, sorry. Well, I wanted to ask you, you some because I've well, got it on the PS Triple or the PS Three, yeah. as you say. I, I mean, I finished it now. It's done. Got oh, right. finished, finitoed. Bang, bang, done. But I, there was some major. Te- I had some major technical issues with the game. Really? Yeah, there was like on the big set pieces, especially the big boss battles. I had some major slowdown. You know, really, almost juttering to a stop a couple of times, you know. And I just wondered whether that was just the PS3 version or whether you've experienced any of that. Uh, I've come across a couple of battles. I'm about chapter five now, so I don't spoil too much. But I'm at the part where um, you kind of reach Trip's kind of home. But I don't know what's happened yet. I've just kind of got there. Yeah, well, it's just after that. There was a part just after that. And, God, it stuttered. It really stuttered. Well, look, I, I faced the dog. I fought the dog. Yeah, the first did, dog. Did it, did it stutter with that? Not much. No, not so much, because there's not really a lot going on with that, because it sort of more or less stays in the same area, so you're not having to do anything major. Have you done the bit where you have to chase after Trip on the cloud? Yeah. No. Have no, you not no. done that, where you've got no. to race after it? Oh, God, no. there's two of those instances, and they were horrible to do. No, I haven't done that. I've, I've done the bit with the bridge. I think it's like the Brooklyn Bridge or something. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Um, which was brilliant, I thought. Um, yeah, I don't, no, like, I haven't had any of those issues, but it doesn't, it doesn't sound like I've got to the point where I would. 
if, to be honest. I mean, it wasn't there wasn't like game breaking or anything, but they were very annoying. You know, there was just, just slow down. Yeah, real like juttery sort of frame rate issues. You know, very slow. Like I was like, oh, this is you know. And then it just obviously pick up again. You know, but yeah, it was very and a lot of popping. Tons of popping, you know, all no, the time. I'm not, I'm not getting any popping, I must say. I had a lot of that. And then there was a bit on the bridge. There was actually, I had some funny quirks on the bridge. Because you know where you have to pick her up and throw her across at one point? Yeah. Well, I put her down by mistake, but it wouldn't allow me. And you know, it's like a bit of a race against time, and you've got to keep chucking her before it all collapses and stuff. Right, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, thing. yeah, right. And when I put her down, he just stayed in a crouch position, and I couldn't move him or anything to pick her up again, and I just fell to me death. <laughs> So I was like, that's a bit weird. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't game-breaking. I just yeah. did it right the following time. Yeah, but it yeah. was just an interesting little glitch, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, the only thing, like, I think the game's pretty brilliant, to be honest. Um, I haven't had any technical issues like you. There was one moment where I just kind of went, ah, you know, um, which was uh, that the characters hadn't introduced each other yet. Okay. All right. So they didn't know each other's names. Right, yeah. And Trip says, help me, monkey, help me. Yeah. And I was like, that's funny. I don't remember his name. And then, lo and behold, the next conversation they have, hey, what's your name? But this this is, you know what I was saying about the canned dialogue, where it's just obviously the same soundbite. Yeah. Quite a few times. That's that's a good example of that, and that yeah. happens quite a lot with her. It's just a shame they could have. I mean, can dialogue. I guess is is a bit annoying, but they could have held that, hold the, held off that line. Hey, monkey, help me. Yeah. Until the introduction part. You know what I mean? But yeah, but that that's such a small problem with the game. I... But that bit happens about four or five times throughout the game. The same bit. The same yeah, I know, but what I'm saying is, like, she said the word monkey before he, she knew yeah. who his name yeah. was, and that, that that was kind of like... Uh, kind well, of the ending, it. right, uh, the ending, I didn't mind it, but I was a bit like, uh, uh, you know, okay. sort of like, that was a good noise for the ending. <laughs> yeah. It was a good noise. Was a good noise. <laughs> yeah, it was sort of okay, I wasn't like, wow, or like, that was, I liked the end bit, but not too much of the actual end itself. So it is a lot of good chart too. No, well, um, yes and no, because it it wasn't so much, I liked the last battle in it, so I liked the battle bit, I just didn't like the actual ending, the, the, the story, conclu- yeah, the resolution of it. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's good, like, and remember what, when we went to the, the developer talk about Enslaved, yep. and then we talked about how every scene kind of has a point, but only one point, yep. and that, that kind of stays true, I don't know about further in the game, but every cutscene... I've seen up to chapter five. It really is one cutscene has one point that it wants to make, and then I it think, moves on. And I quite like that. I think had I not been to see him do his developers talk, I probably wouldn't have appreciated it as much as I do. I guess. Do you know what I mean? I was sort of like, you know, that. I mean, that's fine. You know. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't mind it too much. I thought it was pretty good. The story's okay. I think they did a good job of the cutscenes, and I like the way they're sort of interjected throughout the game itself. Yeah. Uh, Do you think it's paced pretty well? I think it's okay. I found the middle, the, the sort of, probably the last third dragged a little bit. I was, okay. I got to a point where I was like, I just want it to sort of finish now. I've sort right, of right. 
almost had enough. It's not a long game, though, is it? No, but there's a section in it that was a, quite reminiscent of the, you know, the airboat in Half-Life 2. Okay. There's a section in it where you have to do this stuff, and it's just like... And, I, and there's a pro- the problem with it is you, you do a lot of the same stuff over and over again. Okay. And, and by the time you're getting towards the end of the game, you've just sort of had enough of doing that same stuff over and over. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do get a feeling that it could get repetitive. It is. It, it is pretty much. What you've done up to now, that's War, pretty much what? the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. You know, it but, doesn't vary that yeah. much. I am liking it though. I think it's I think it's presented well, and you know it's it's rare that we get something that's so you know well acted out. For example, yeah, um, and I think you know the, the trip she does a good job. She does all right. I think uh, she she. I mean, unfortunately, Andy Serkis I think does an an astounding job of his. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And and unfortunately, it shows her bit up because she's yeah. just not got the same emotion and feeling in into the no. you know the lines and stuff and you can tell he is a good actor you know what i mean and does a good really good job of it always oh, a proper actor like um, no but he does i mean he's not that well renowned you know and stuff but i think he he did a marvelous yeah. job in the game he, yeah he's he's doing well i i, I do think so like there, there are some moments that i've come across in the game that are really cool and memorable because a lot of people was complaining that it was mostly jungle and i guess it is but some of the levels I've come across, like the theatre and the bridge, I, I really liked them. I thought they was great. So yeah, I thought the theatre bit was really quite. I thought that whole section in the theatre and all the dog section was excellent. I must say. Yeah, yeah. They think no, I, I just like the idea of being chased. It's like Prince of yeah. Persia two and Resident Evil three. That idea of like you can't do anything about this. Um, the best thing you can do is run. Yeah, fast. yeah. And that's that's what some of the section of the, you know. The, the game was so I, I'm enjoying it you know I, hopefully I'll, I'll have a different opinion to you I'll, maybe I'll like it a little bit more but I, I did think that you'd be raving about it to be honest so I'm a bit shocked that you're not no I'm not, not raving but my favourite bit of that whole section it was the bit where he was up on the crane where you're up on the crane as him and she's down below and I thought she did a marvellous job of that section conveying oh, right. the feeling and everything and you know that she was terrified and I thought that came across brilliantly yeah yeah uh, it doesn't really bother me about the platforms and the hand-holding thing. No, I had no issues. Well, there's a lot of people that it doesn't bother me at all. I quite like it. It's quite nice not to fall to your death. But um, uh, well, the fact you can't fall to your death, there is a there is a trick to timing, though, because you can yeah. go really fast across the, across yeah. everything if yeah. you just time your button presses right. So although you don't fall to your death, you will sort of stutter along if you don't get the button press. So if you're being chased or something's crumbling, yeah. you kind of need to get used to that timing. Yeah. And wait for the animations and stuff. But I, I, I think the problems that I'm going to have with Enslaved, it sounds like the problems that you have with Enslaved Stu, are quite uh, again like advanced problems. They're quite petty sometimes. They're maybe they're they're, they're minor problems really when you look at the whole thing. And how, yeah. You know, like, I I do think it's it's a great game so far. It sounds like you really like it. I did. But, I enjoyed it. You know, there's just small issues that could have been fixed, I guess. I mean, I, it, it's a solid 8 out of 10, you know, or a solid yeah. 4 stars for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not perfect, and it's not quite Uncharted 2 standard, but it is good, mm. nonetheless. You know, I've certainly no issues. Yeah. Uh, anything else you've been up to? I've been playing, uh, funny enough, uh, my, my friend Ben, and, uh, ben was just wondering what to play, because we've done our Halo Reach challenges, our daily Halo Reach challenges. And 
he says, oh, what can we play? What games do we have that we can play together? And we come to the conclusion that we both have Rock Band. So we played a bit of Rock Band. And then we played a bit of Guitar Hero 3, a game that I haven't played for years. And then GH Rocker saw that I've been playing Guitar Hero 3 recently, and we played a game together with uh, me and GH Rocker. GH Rocker is very good. I, I believe he's well, got... Well, he better be with his name like that. Yeah. No, but he's got, apparently, on one of the songs, he's top of the leaderboards on Guitar Hero 3. Wow. He's be, I think he likes to be modest, Duke. Cause you, remember when he he played you at FIFA? Was it was it was it GH Rocker that played you at FIFA? No, that was Wilson, wasn't it? Oh right, yeah, oh, yeah. It was, it was Wilson, right? Yeah, it was the it was yeah, yeah. little Wilson. He was like, oh, you're pretty good for me. Yeah. I'm like, don't lie to me. Maybe it's just the, that generation, right? Uh, yeah. He, he was saying, like, yeah, he was saying, oh, oh, I missed one there. Sorry, sorry. I was like, you're an expert. You're an expert. Yeah. I was hard. You don't have to say sorry. Stop saying sorry. Do you know what was weird, right, about him though? He, he's good. That's where he's gaming target because it's GH Rocker 10, and he got that high score on whatever track it was on Guitar Hero 3 when he was 10 years old. Yeah. So that's where his gamer tag comes from. Oh, I'm guessing he's a robot. But, uh... I think he is. He's one of, these, one of these people you see on YouTube who yeah. just, you, you don't quite understand how they do it. Through the bar and fly like, Yeah. Well, I thought that when I first saw Chad Warden's video. Like, how does he do that? <laughs> Rolling back in his chair. Like, um, yeah, so I played some Guitar Hero with um, GH Rocker. And I think that's it. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. I watched some Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, so uh, what did you think? What did you think? Well, from what I watched, it, it looks cool. It, I'm, my mate's addicted to it. He's already yeah. crazy on it. I have a feeling uh, someone else is. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what, shall I go next and let Duke go last? Because he's obviously yeah. got a yeah. lot to say about a particular yeah. game. Okay. <laughs> Was that actually you or a soundbite? Because I don't know. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, that's a soundbite. <laughs> Thank God for that. I thought that was really you for a moment. I'm just getting warmed up. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, I've played quite a lot of stuff this week. I've played... We've all played a lot I of know. stuff. What's going on? I played the Meat Boy demo. Oh, yes, I did oh, buy that. Oh, really, I, you know, I'm sort of like, oh, I could maybe buy that if I had some points because yeah. I just love it. <laughs> I just, oh, you love it? I love it. What game? Meat Boy. Super Meat, Meat Boy? Super Why Meat Boy. Oh, it's awesome. Game? Demos and stuff. No, he's got to say Bandage Girl. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. It's Tell just us awesome. it. And you basically just play a lump of meat, yeah. like a square lump of meat with like eyes. Like Meatwad from uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah. And basically it's just a hard-as-nails platformer. Pretty it's like M+. Plus. It is. It is, but you're a lump of... And everywhere he goes, he leaves a big trail of blood, because there's obviously a lump of meat. Oh. Yeah. It's, well, I it's think that's, that, that's awesome. a mechanic that they come up with so you can see where, what you see. Where, yeah, it's just awesome. And, and what's really cool, every single level is timed, how long it takes you to do it, right? And then you can retry it, and it obviously gives you a shadow of your former self so you can better your last time, you know, or make it quicker. And it's, it's just really well done. What you get, like, a whole replay. What I, I love about it, too, was, um, you know, you keep retrying and retrying and retrying. Yeah. And then when you do it, you get to see a replay of all your tries at yeah. the same time. Yeah, you do. Going yeah. at once. And it's wicked, because then you see the one that survives. Yeah, oh, it's, it's awesome. And the amount of times you die is just ridiculous. And it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't take many levels till that starts happening. <laughs> you don't have to get very far. And I'll then... tell you why I didn't oh. point you. Because it's, I haven't got time to play like a rock-solid game. 
Yeah. No. Right, that game is rock solid. I love Den Plus, but I didn't have as much to play back then. And it's good, and it, but the problem with the game, it's going to kick me in the balls, right? And then I found out it's got like a dark world, and it makes the hard levels even harder. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be playing this. No way, it's too difficult. But it's a great game, it's well presented. And stuff. It is so well made. You've definitely got to play Duke, but... Yeah, I, I believe. I don't, I don't know if Duke would like it. I think it pisses Yeah, yeah like maybe. I mean, one of the guys on the forum said he has played it so much now, his thumbs have got their own little muscles, he reckons, nice. developing because he just played so much. Well, your thumb it. does have its own muscles. What no, do you no, mean? like little biceps developing, apparently, on the inside. No, no, biceps are on your arm. You no, can't no, have I'm only telling you what he said. Look, look, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> I'm only relaying what he said. Okay. Um, so yeah, what he said it's wrong. Yeah, okay. Whatever. He was an analogy. He was just <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. Poetic license. I know I'm being a jerk. Anyway, uh, I also played Costume Quest with my daughter. Oh, yeah. That game is adorable. It is. It is. And it's very cool. I think, you know what? It's a really cool introduction for younger children or you know just coming into teenage years to get their head around an rpg game Uh, i think it does it really really well it's not it's not just an rpg it's it's kind of like a loot uh a loot dropping kind of game and a a quest giving it's very well disguised yeah yeah it 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 just it's just nice because it's it's a kind of uh, you know it's like a diablo game ish with like a bit of rpgs and bits of other stuff and I mean, but the it's cool... not about slaying wizards. Well, it sort of is about slaying stuff. Well, I guess, but it's all done in this lovely, lovely Well, well it's really weird, right? Okay. Each costume you get, so basically you, you find blueprints or plans to other costumes as you do in the game, and then it tells you what bits you need to find to make those costumes. Mm-hmm. But each costume has its own special powers. Yeah, yeah. So you start... robot costume. Yeah. So you start as a robot, right? And then the first thing you fight... You turn into a huge mech, so like a massive, like Japanese-style mech thing. It wait, me wait, of sh- wait, wait, sh- sh- you guys hear that? It's the sound of Greg DeLacy running to get this game. I... <laughs> no. Yeah, so it, it, it reminded me of Power Rangers. You know, yeah. Power Rangers, they fight and they just go. Yes, they're hundred feet tall. Yeah, what's what's that that that? <laughs> Do you know what though? Millie was like playing as this little girl. You know, obviously she picked the girl, and the dialogue's really funny as well. It's yeah, really it well written dialogue. Um, and I was sort of reading that out to her as she were playing it, and she should be reading it herself. Well, she sort of can, but she went, "He's going too fast. I can't read it." Tough. So, so I said, "I'll read it." So I was reading the dialogue, and then she got to the first fight, expecting to just have this bit of a fight as this little girl, and then turned into this huge robot. She's like, "Oh, look at that!" So yeah, she was uh, yeah she was quite impressed. I have to say, it's nice. It's nice not to, to, to it's nice to have a game that's not about it's you know it's something different in it. You know, it's just something a bit nice and pleasant, and you can show it like you see. You can show it to your daughter, and you don't have to worry about the blood or the swearing. Yeah, and there's just funny demony things. Yeah. And the storyline is basically if you play as a girl, your brother gets kidnapped by a yeah. demon because they mistake her for a giant candy. So that's all. yeah, that's the same as the boy. So yeah, or the boy. It's a cool switch that it's the girl saving the boy for a change. Well, it can be either. It depends <laughs> if you're a girl or a boy. So you can. Well, choose I like that because usually it's the damsel in distress. So yeah. they they switch it up, which yeah. is good. And he you're just twins. You're, you're a twin, and yeah. apparently, like one of them was born like an hour earlier. It depends who you pick, and then the other one yeah. gets kidnapped. Yeah, the other gets kidnapped because they think he's a giant candy that you can eat. Yep. I'm a twin, but my brother was born three years earlier than me. Right. Lols. 
old. Um, so I played that. Uh, finished Enslaved, obviously. We've talked about that. <laughs> yeah. DJ Hero 2. Yeah, I caved in and purchased it. On the PS On the PS Triple, because that's what I have the, yes, the peripheral. That's what I'll be getting it on. We'll have to have some battles, oh, baby. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I, do you know what? They've taken the first game and just refined it. It's just so much better. I can't I can't begin to tell you how much better it is. Now, is it, you're just saying that because it's got the dance music? Or... It's got, yeah, I prefer the dancey stuff anyway, but it's still got a bit of hip-hop on there. It's not all... Well, yeah, they, they said like it's all balanced pretty equally. It is. Of... Gone is a crappy guitar mixed with sort of dance music mashups. They're all gone, so there's no more of those. Good. There's no more of those, so that's a big improvement. Um, and and the, each of... What they've done is they've made it into like a career mode now, so... Mm. You sort of have to build your empire as a DJ and all this sort of stuff. So, and it's split into parts of the world. So you start off in Ibiza, then obviously you move to London. And at the start of each set, you have like what they call a mega mix, which you can obviously unlock as you go along. And yeah. the mega mixes take three tracks, and they are properly mixed together. So you don't have there's like no pause between them. They just you know the like proper mixing. So that that those are really cool. So I've really but this it. is real. <laughs> Real are for old people. There you go. So we've had, uh, so had that, and, but the freestyle bits that they've added in are just really great, I've got to say. They've made a really good job of implementing those. Cool. So you basically now, you know before, all the, the, the only thing you could do was to add your own stupid sound bite, and it was... Yeah, play, just play it over play. and over again. Like, fresh, yeah. fresh, fresh, fresh. Yeah, fresh. and it was just awful, wasn't it? It was just like... It had its mo- I mean, in, in certain spots, it could be fun to, you know, throw that in, but it wasn't very no. interesting. So now what they've done, they've still got that. That is one of the things you can do, but it can just be a drum beat from the actual tune that you play. Oh, that's cool. You so you can add your own second beats in or something beat. like that. Yeah. Cool. Or, or it is a voice sample from the track you're playing, so it's you not. Better stop talking about it now, or else I'm going to go get it. I know. It right, okay, I okay. Have time to play what I need to play. Then the next, the I'm next thing, the next thing, you, there's freestyle scratching uh, parts, so you can do backwards or forwards scratching. So you can yeah. either way, and you can do like li- I've been doing sort of little ones, which has been quite backwards or forwards. Yeah, so it, it recognizes. <laughs> take it to the next. It recognizes, and then the final freestyle thing, which I think is the best one, is is the. Oh, yeah. The freestyle crossfade in between the two tracks that they're playing. That is cool. And it, what it does really cool, it's got little gaps between, you know, obviously where the vocals are, so you know where you can switch to get the optimum. And then at the end, it gives you a score on how good your freestyle bits were. I don't want someone judging my freestyle. Yeah, freestyle is an expression of myself. Can't evaluate yeah, that. Don't be silly. If, yeah, it's, awful, be silly. if it's awful, then no. <laughs> no, my I've, freestyle, I can freestyle it's like my freestyle DJ. rapid. Yo, I bust rhymes, and they're great, even though they don't go together in the sound. I mean, rhyme. Freestyle, it can still be bad. But it doesn't, what I I think is it does feel like you have more input into what's going on, and you can personalize the track. But the track choices, nearly every one of them is really well done, you know, um... It's just a really good mix of music, you know, and, and every one of them is really fun to play. What's your favourite song? Favourite song? Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. My favourite, probably, believe it or not, is probably uh, Adamski Killer, which I just think is awesome on it. And it's a really cool mix. And what they've done, right, with the stuff like Firestarter and Adamski, they are completely new mixes. That Firestarter. Are... Yeah. Anyway. 
Anyway, we'll we may have more of that later. But Oh, they have set fire to my desk. But, oh, great. Right, okay. But, Did you do it in a wicked way? <laughs> twisted way? But it feels like the the individual tracks that aren't mashed up with anything, which is like a Damsky Killer and Firestarter and, and all those sorts of tracks, are rock hard. Really? It is like they went, right. What level okay. are you playing it on? Uh, just on medium. I don't, mm. I'm not, I've not progressed. I did try on hard yeah. on something and, and yeah. really floundered. Yeah. Um, so I'm playing on medium, but yeah. I tried one of them on medium and I was just like, oh, my, and I just could not keep up. There was that yeah. many button presses and crossfades and God knows what else. I'm thinking, what would this be like on Expert? You know, I want to. You know, it's like I, pl- I said about Rock Band, I think, at one point. For me, it's kind of a music simulator. Like, it's not even so much about a game. Or like a challenge, or like I'm gonna conquer this level. For me, it's like I get to do something to make this music happen, and that's yeah. really cool. So. I think you feel more like you are doing that in this, and obviously you do yeah. in, you know, in in the Guitar Hero games. I mean, when they implemented like in Rock Band, for instance, when they implemented, you could do the freestyle drumming bits, you know, where you yeah, could, yeah. and and they that's did the bit with the guitar. That was quite cool. But this, mm-hmm. I think, takes it to a different level. It does feel like you really doing stuff to the music yourself and i, I really yeah, like that about it yeah that's and it's good you know like i say i haven't come across a bad mix yet and they just feel really well put together so excellent oh. so yes it's a it's the season of plenty games i know yeah. i know so yeah very impressed i am going to get a second uh deck because my daughter is literally taken over and also she's already three uh Venues ahead of me in her Damn. game. Go on, yes, seriously. She's on beginner. It's your birthday. She's Go playing on beginner mode, but boy, oh boy, she absolutely loves it. She just, yeah. she can't get enough of it. She played solid for about an hour and a half tonight. Just she's the next DJ that. Baby Ann uh, or DJ Irene or DJ Rap. Yeah. She's, she is loving it. I have to yeah. say. So that's very good. And then uh, finally, I played some Fallout New Vegas. But I'll tell you what, I'll let you talk about that, Duke, and I'll just chip in. Shall we do it that way? And I'll just shut up. Yeah, you'll just shut up because you haven't played it. So, off you go, Duke. Yes! What is it? Something troubling you, my friend? You have no idea how long I've pictured this moment in my mind. And it feels far better than I'd imagined. Oh, I'm loving this game, baby. Uh, I'm using the Fox sounds because I went actually looking for that little drum thing when you level up. And I couldn't find it anywhere online, so I had to use the Fox sounds. But I'm really loving it. I think Fallout New Vegas, I mean, oh, my God, I just love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> There's some review you quoted, Stu, from Metacritic that said, like, I mean, it's hard to tell because obviously this is new, you know, and it's all open and fresh. But it said something like if we had to choose which one we'd play again, yep. we'd choose Fallout New Vegas. And I, I, right now I'm feeling like that. Uh, it's a huge world. When I first looked at the map, you know, when you look at the Fallout 3 map and you're sort of moving the cursor around on it the first time, it felt like it was like, wow, this just keeps going and going. And with this one, it didn't. But I think that's because when you zoom out, you can see almost the whole map all at once. So you can move around. I've seen the map, but it didn't look that big at all. It doesn't look that big, but, but it's a huge world. I mean, it is zooming out more, basically. I think it is zooming out more. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's just so much. I put in 25 hours by so Jesus. far. And I feel like I'm halfway done, if that. Yeah. Like, literally. It's it's so engrossing. And you know what I realized? <laughs> you don't – if you ever say to yourself while you're playing Fallout, 
I'm probably almost done with this mission. No, you're not. You're not almost done with that mission, okay? You're lying to yourself. You know when you're almost done with the mission? When that sound comes up, and you're, it says mission completed. That's when you're almost done with the mission, okay? Because I was, you know, like on Saturday, I think, it was, you know, like I just, okay, I got to eat lunch. I'll just, you know, do one more part of this mission. And then it's just, I'll do one more. Oh, I only have to go over there. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, okay, I'll bring this thing back to him. All right, let's just see what happens when I talk to this other woman. Okay, and then, and then it's three hours later. My God, I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten. And I'm still not done with this quest. So, but Duke, Duke, Duke. Yes. Dude, let's break it down. Yeah, slow him down. Slow him down. Um, <laughs> I got a lot to get through. Go ahead. I know. I know. Right. I want to know. I've heard. I've heard this from quite a few people actually. Like it might be a little bit better than Fallout Three. Um, but I want to know. Story wise, how's how's it going? Story wise, it's awesome. In the in Fallout Three, there are certain groups that you're working with or between or whatever. But there was still this basic setup of sort of good and evil, right and wrong, and that was the meter you were working with, right? And it was everything you did is like you gain karma, you lose karma, whatever it is. They have, and I said at the time, and I think I mentioned this in terms of um, Red Dead Redemption, that I'm waiting for someone to take it to the next level, and I wasn't sure how you would do that. And I had said like maybe you'd have like jealousy or you know some other meters that people would keep track of well new vegas takes it to that next level because there are things that are good and evil but the main thing you're worried about is how you relate to all these different groups so there's the new california republic which is sort of like the standard government force there's this group of pretty standard evil people i mean they're nasty they're like they're they're doing stuff that's like oh my god what the heck and those are uh, people that I'm, I'm going to be affiliated with. Yeah, well, it may be. Um, cool. But then there's other groups too. There's this group called the Powder Gangers, and then and you know, like 15 hours in, I was wandering around the New Vegas area. I haven't even been to the actual Vegas Strip yet. 25 hours, I haven't even gone in yet because I know uh, that when I get in there, there's going to be all sorts of other missions for me to do, and I'm not ready to go there yet. Um, but the, I was wandering around the wasteland doing this mission for a guy, and. I come across this area, and it's like this is the West Side Militia stronghold. And it's this huge area that, like, again, there's going to be all sorts of stuff to do in there as well. And the story is very interesting because what I realized they did in Fallout 3, but they do it, I think, even better here, is they, they feed you a thread. They give you a small little thing. You run into somebody, you know, in a, in a cafe or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, what are you doing here? And you have the standard list of questions like, what's your story? And then it, but it's and in some cases it's just like, uh, you know, my wife nags me. I'm just here to drown my worries. And sometimes it's like, well, I got ran out of my business, and now I'm just trying to, you know, drink my worries away. And then you're like, well, what's your business? And it leads into this huge epic mission that you. Well, it's almost like it's almost like you know, like a jumper when there's a loose thread, and you pull yeah, on it, yeah, and then the yeah, whole exactly. thing unravels, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and there's still more Absolutely. and more. So yeah, I love the fact that it's about the tribes and the different groups, and you have meters, so you have fame or infamy with all of these different groups. And sometimes, right. you know, most of the time, when you choose with to align with one, you're going to piss off another one. The strange thing is that there's this one group that you know I was saying I'm not going to be okay. So you, very early on, you're forced to take a side, or I guess you could probably say I'm not going to pick a side. Well, is that the bit, is that the Ringo mission? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I haven't done that yet. I haven't quite got. Well, I'm not going to say I'm not. I'm trying to avoid spoilers here. But, yeah, okay. That's um, right. Suffice it to say that one of the sides is kind of a nasty group of people. Sweet. So I ended up in one of their areas, and I thought to myself, "Oh, these people are nasty." 
Uh, I won't care. You know, I'll feel bad if I take a stim pack or something from them, right? But then it said, you've lost karma. And I'm like, wait a minute. They're nasty, horrible people. Why am I losing karma if I'm stealing from them? So it still has the standard, you know, good, bad karma scale. But whatever. I mean, it doesn't seem to matter a whole lot because mostly what people care about is what group you're affiliated with. And even within the cities, there are like – a, you know, there's this one area where there's an arms dealer, and that's sort of a faction in itself, apparently. So if you mess with them, nobody's really going to care. And there's other factions within that city as well. So the politics are really interesting, and the story all grows out of that. It's not like they're imposing a story from outside. The story comes from the interactions of these different groups, and you know, they try to do a, a pretty good job of making sure that nobody's pure evil, nobody's pure, um, you know, good. I'll tell you this. I've had like a two or three moments where I've really lulled. Like I had to pause it because I was laughing. It was really they did a good job with the joke. And there's two missions so far that I've had. I expect there will be more that were really sad. I was just like I finished the mission and I was just like, wow. I did not expect to be that sort of moved by the resolution of it. And I realized that part of that is because when it finished, it said, you know, that sound comes on and it sort of wafts across the screen, mission completed, whatever the name is. And then I was just back in the wasteland, and it was that moment of like, okay, now I'm back in the middle of this emptiness, and it sort of feels like that mission was one more brick in this wall of you know the void that you're staring out at at the wasteland. So I feel uh, like they're doing a really good job with the story. Duke, um, I was talking to my friend today. He's been playing. I think he's he's probably about twenty hours in. Like yourself, uh, he said it's it's harder. Yes, I feel like it is. Part of that is because. Um, Everything's working like a drug. I said this on the review on the site. I realize not everything works that way. Stim packs are still instant. Books are instant, and they, they're permanent. But, for instance, there's magazines. So you can have a magazine that will give you 10 health. Uh, or, you know, yeah, it'll give you 10 health, but it'll only last for a while. Um, food all works that way, too. Drinking water works that way. So it does feel like it's more about, okay, you'll use stim packs when you're in the middle of a fight and you got to, like, stop and take some health and then keep fighting. Um, but it also, it, it, when you get done with a fight, okay, and you realize, okay, there's no one else around, then you can eat some food and build your health up that way. You sort of have to manage things a little more carefully. And I think that they're throwing more at you early that is harder to deal with. So you have to sort of learn where not to go and where to go back later. There's this one area very early on where they say, we've had some trouble with death claws. And I'm like, oh, good luck with that. I'll see you later. I'm going the other way now. Yeah. <laughs> involved with no death claws. And I actually yeah. went back at like level 10, I think. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I can. Nope, still not ready. Uh, okay. I mean, gonna... They're a problem when you're like top level in Fallout 3. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, um, I remember in Fallout Three when there was that mission at Arafu with the family, you know, and there I, I came across the Meyer Lurks for the first time, and they were tough when because I was just starting out, you know, you go to Megaton and then you go to Arafu, and it's like, hey, ah, wait, these things are tougher than me. So, um, yeah, let's see what else. You don't get perks at every level. Oh really? And that's kind of annoying because I really like that in Fallout Three. You know, when you level yeah. up, you get that sound. <laughs> And uh, I was ready to, you know, you, you get to add stuff to all your attributes, yeah, which is yeah, good, yeah. but you don't always get a perk. It seems like it's every other That's level weird. or every third Probably level. Every even number or something? Or? Uh, I, don't, I don't even think it's even number. But well, it must be odd, mustn't it? Because obviously you get your first one when you... Oh, no, it must be even because you get your first one at level two, don't you? But I, I'm pretty sure I hit, like, an even number level and I didn't get one. And I was yeah. like, what? 
even level, but maybe I just missed it or something. Uh, there was a good Shakespeare reference at one point. I really like that. There are more shops, which I like. There's more places to buy and sell stuff, which is good. There's a lot of Easter eggs, apparently. And I've, I've, like I, did have a, I did have a website where he said all the Easter eggs, and there's right. references to all sorts of stuff. Yeah, Absolutely and it's the little also. things that are really making me smile when I'm playing this game. Like, I was in, there's a town called Novak, and I had been doing, you know, some stuff in there, and then, like, after maybe two hours of moving in and out of this town, I realized why it was called Novak, and I'm not going to tell you, but when I realized, like, oh, nice, that's really cool. Um, the load times seem longer. Yes, yeah, so I noticed that. Oh, I didn't. That's kind of annoying. I mean, you're okay uh, when you're in the wasteland because it's pretty seamless, isn't it? But yeah, but, but then it. there's like, okay, there's this, right, there's this one scene where I was in this building, and then this guy said, follow me onto the balcony. And I went out onto the balcony, but they, it seemed like they had to load the whole wasteland just for us to go out on the balcony, which is weird because I'm not going to go off the balcony, but I guess in order to do the visuals, you know, it needs yeah, to Yeah, they did like pull it through. Yeah, they did. Um, and, it, you know, there's some pop-in. Sometimes you're going toward a mountain and suddenly there's trees there. And yeah. It just felt kind of weird. But, I mean, that's Bethesda, I suppose. I mean, I mean, come on. You have had some major technical issues, though, haven't you? Oh, man. the gl- Well, it turns out that was about what – okay. So I was in this city, Nipton, and that's a – whew, what a moment. That was one of those, like, oh, my God moments. Um, and I was like, I'm going to make this right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I'm not. I'll tell you later after you've played it because I don't want to give spoilers. But Yeah, I've, um, it, what's the second town you go to? Is it, is it called Prim? Or, yeah, Prim's yeah. all right. Yeah, I've been like, there because obviously that's where all the escape prisoners are, isn't it? So yeah. Well, it's near there, yeah. Yeah, I've just been seeing um, see the dude. Yeah. See. Yeah. So, um, what was I talking about? Yeah, Nipton. Yeah, so I'm in Nipton. Right, and so apparently I saved it, and then I did the patch. And apparently if you start the patch up while you're saved in Nipton, it screws you up. And every time you try to go into VATS, it freezes. So if anybody's having that problem, do this. Start uh, Clear your system cache, which you do by going into system preferences, and there's an option to do it under advanced or something while your hard drive's selected. And then um, start the game up again without the patch, and then go to some other city, save it, and then reload the patch – uh, download it again, you know, and all that, and uh, then you can go back to Nipton and it'll work. So that was a headache because, you know, it did a patch, but I was like, oh, this will make it even better. But it didn't seem to affect the glitches of, like, animals stuck in rocks, and what's worse is it seemed to be freezing the game. So I was mad. I was on the Bethesda forums and blah, 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 all that. Yeah, about it being hard, here's what I learned. And this is true in Fallout 3, but it's not as important. Right. Stick to the road. Yeah. I was wandering. I'm like, ooh, the, the place I need to go is over there. I'll just cut through the field. No, no, do not do that because yeah. there's monsters that will jump on you out in the field or in the hills, and you don't want to mess with them until you're strong enough. So there's stick to always, the road. You'll be alive. Always, always in the hills. Yeah, you exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, there you yeah. go. But overall, so it's, a thumb, it's a big thumbs up, is it? From oh, man, it's a huge thumbs up. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm so would you it. say, like, okay, 20 hours in, when you was 20 hours in on Fallout 3, are you having more fun now with New Vegas or 3? I think I am having a little bit more fun, but in part that might just be because I feel like I'm mastering things easier now. It felt like when I was playing Fallout 3, there was so much for me to try to understand about how the world and the right, game right. was working. Yeah. And this time, obviously, you know, I, I've got a lot already handed to me, and I know a lot about the systems. But at the same time, they've thrown in new wrinkles everywhere. So, for instance, there's different kinds of currency. There's caps, there's NCR money, and then there's the Legion money. And so when you go to a casino, I had been picking 
picking up this Legion money wherever I go. Okay, I killed a Legion dude. Here's some money. Whatever. I don't know what I'll do with it. And then it's like, I'd like to buy some caps. Like, which would you like to use? Legion money or NCR money? Oh, that's I'm cool. Like, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Because it, 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 it kind of brings you to... I did think about this when in Fallout 3. It's like, well, well, who decided bottle caps would be the currency? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, why they, they might be more valuable in some places than others. And I just kind of thought it was yep. a bit of a lame currency. And, and I know... Like Fallout, Fallout 3 wasn't the first Fallout to put that down as the currency. I know the original Fallout did that. But in Fallout yeah. 2, I'm pretty sure that they introduced multiple currencies. And I, I thought that was more realistic in a way. I could yeah. believe that a lot more. Sure. So. Can, I ask you, can I ask you a quick question? Okay. okay. Red Dead Redemption, Fallout New Vegas. What about it? Uh, Red Dead Redemption or Fallout New Vegas? Oh, man, that is a tough question. Ah, and we got to put Mass Effect 2 in there. I'm Mass Effect 2, yeah. We can't decide this there because... The I know. Be the end oh, of the I know, I know, but I'm just asking know, initial, but... initial thoughts. Jesus. Is it edging it? Is it close? It is, it is. Like, those three are right... They're neck and neck and neck. I, I don't know if I, I, I can really... I have two of them, Mark. <laughs> and I know that I'm right in the midst of my, like, Fallout New Vegas, like, glowing sensation yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's to not... Yeah, I can't really look at it objectively. But, I mean, you know, I still look back at Fallout 3 as being... I mean, you know, like I've said before, it's the game I have spent the most hours playing over any game in my life. So... Uh, you know, and I, I feel like New Vegas, if anything, is probably going to take more of my time because once they put out DLC, like good night, game over. You know, and the other thing I'll say real quick is uh, the companions are very interesting because whereas in the past you had that one guy, I don't really remember his name, but he was the guy you met in the the vault, and uh, my name's Fox. Oh yeah, him. Fox. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, they'd sort of come along with you, and they'd you know fight with you and you had the dog and all that but this time it's you have a lot more options like stay here stay close fall back when you uh go into crouching mode your companion i have this one woman that's following me around she goes moving quietly and it's like shut (laughs) up be quiet um but it's funny because yeah it sort of adds that other depth you know and it's the type of thing where they you know she says the same thing over and over again it's kind of annoying but um, it, it's it, they've t- again they've taken it to the next level and they've built in good things in places where they need it and they didn't screw with things that were good enough. Um, they, as I said on the review on the website, my first impressions. There's this perk that I haven't activated. I won't do it until my second go through. But it's called like Wacky Wasteland or something. And they're like, you can expect a lot more surreal, bizarre interactions if you turn on this thing. And I'm like, okay. Well, that's that where be- I think that's where you get all the Easter eggs from when you yeah, turn that be. on. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just I feel like it's such great value for money, and it's really good. There are some glitches still; it's kind of slow, but um, yeah, I'm really having a great time with it. Very good. Well, I'm I am I am enjoying the bit that I have played, not the eight hours that it looks like I've played, but the You've been in good springs. Yeah, I've probably played about three actual hours. Yeah. And you know, yeah, you yeah. know, that's that's like learn. That's nothing. the tutorial in Fallout. Three a hours scratch. is the tutorial. It's a very tiny scratch it's on the surface of, scratch, of yeah. Fallout. So, yeah, I never, I never actually finished Fallout uh, Three, even though I played Whoa. about fifty hours. I never played about fifty hours and never, never finished that's the main storyline. Because story you're line. never really done with that game. I know. I never finished the main storyline though, and I should have done. So, it, I right. finished Fallout Three. I finished all the Starcraft Three, but I still kind of sometimes like oh, I wonder what. What happened if I just come back? I wonder what I'm fine. I do. The, I did do. You get that perk at the end, Chinny, with like unlocking all the locations. Yeah, because you totally got to do that. That, that I, 
I, d- I do that a lot, even now with Oblivion. Every now and again, I'll just nip into Oblivion and just have a wander around, you know, and just relive how and... I loved. Because yeah. I remember the first time I played Oblivion, I was like, okay, here's this cave or something. And I could go explore it, but I'll bet someone will send me to that cave to get something out of it at some point, and I can just do it then. And then I realized, no, wait. They don't. Not every cave is like that. God, so, no, there's millions of caves. In yeah, I know. Exactly. So it's like, whoa, they built in stuff that I could just explore just to explore it. Whoa, dude. Oh, uh, Oblivion. I Double just, rainbow. I, what does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> I have a lot. And to be honest with you, up until Oblivion, I've never really played an RPG. And, and yeah. it, was, it was a bit of an epiphany because my wife bought it for my birthday. No. And I and I didn't play it till about December, which was about seven or eight months later, because I put it in right, had no idea what the hell I was supposed to be doing, <laughs> right? Was completely crap at it and just took it out for that is just not for me at and all. And especially at the beginning, it's like you're out of the sewers. Yeah. Now what? Like, I what had no I idea what the do? hell I was supposed to do, yeah, right? So really I was just weird. like, Oh my god, right. Yeah. I love that moment of pulling it through though when you leave the vault and it's like See you later, boy. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing with this one. It felt like I was I was more adrift. And there's certain parts where it's like, there in the early part. I mean, you do get those missions that'll last you a long time, and you can't do all of it at once, you know. Mm. But it does feel like, at the, especially at the beginning, it's sort of like there's no. You just got to go talk to people, you know. And What's yeah. really cool about New Vegas as well? I mean, you're literally out doing stuff within half an hour of starting the game, oh, maybe yeah. less than that. Yeah, it's they, a lot quicker than, than Fallout Well, that's the thing is I think they realized that Fallout 3, as great as it was, that first part is pretty slow. And I remember when I yeah. played the second time, I'm like, oh, i got to go through all this again. This guy's mom is getting attacked by the red roaches. That's what, I think that was the moment I was like, good. You know what? I'm glad she's dying. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play this as a badass this time. What I find funny is um, my, my mate is playing it. He's technically harmless because he's putting all his stuff in this tiny, tiny little box. Yeah. At the back of this house, and, he, and I said because I, I was I, I was watching him play. I says, "Where do you live in yeah. the game?" And he said, "I'll show you." All right, and it was <laughs> just this like really run down like old shitty building, and, and I said, "Do you live there?" And he went, "No," and then he showed me this tiny tiny box at the back. And he says, "This is where I live." This is where I live. <laughs> it's like a Futurama and Bender and Fry. <laughs> yeah, Here's you know what though. Do you know what, though? Those are invaluable, because you've had a big battle and your health's very low. You just fast travel back there, don't you, and have a quick keep, and away you go again. You know, you're all set to go. No, but it's nice to have a home. It is. It is. Not like Tenpenny Well, it was weird, right? I mean, when in 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 Fallout 3, you know where you go to Mine Town, and there's sort of all the mines and everything? Well, I broke into a house there, and that's where my house was. You know, I just used to go there and sleep in this bed, and in the next room was like a corpse on another bed, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And that was my little home in Norman. Yeah, I often thought about moving in Fallout 3, but I lived at the top floor of Tenpenny Tower, and I was like, screw the world. Yeah. And I killed Tenpenny. I'm that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) He's hard, too, man. He's a tough villain, man. He had a lot of health. Yeah. I remember I did this thing where I was like, I'd be up on Tenpenny Tower and he'd be sitting there, oh, hello, young man. And then I'd get like a missile launcher and I'd fire it and see how far I could send him off the balcony. (laughs) Ah, Yeah, I mean, I've I've got to thank Feng Chewy, really. Yeah, because without him, I I probably wouldn't be playing RPGs now because he sort of 
really sort of sat down with me and went through what the hell I was supposed to be doing and told me what I needed to do, how to play it. And and from that day forth, I've had a pretty good understanding of RPG since then, you know, and, and really enjoyed a lot of them. So, and what yeah. else I realize is that I think I prefer games where it's just me and I don't have to worry about a party. I mean, yeah. You sort of deal with companions and stuff in this game, but by and large, it's just about like how much health do what does one person have, what weapon or weapons is this person using, and et cetera, et cetera. I feel like Dragon Age, for all its greatness, there's so much of that management, and you know, yeah. Final Fantasy is the same way. I think I prefer a game where it's just I can keep track of one person. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Okay, I think we do need to take a break because we, <sighs> yes. we've spent a lot of time talking already. Which is fine, which is fine. Uh, We've got a couple of things just to chat about in the middle of this show. Um, Yeah, we've got a couple of things there. We're going to talk a little bit about... uh, Of course. (laughs) Percentage of people that finish games. Yeah, I was quite shocked, I must admit, because I have a bit of a pile of shame, but I didn't realise the industry... You have a pile of shame. Yeah, was as low. I've done well this year. I've had a good year on finishing games. I've finished a lot of games this year. I have Um, a bad polish. But we are in the minority. People who finish games are very much in the minority. I've I've since found out. So we'll talk champions. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, We'll talk a bit about the hysteria Oprah created. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. And we've got a date for the co-op edition to Lara Croft, especially for you. Oh, oh that game. game. I remember that game. Yeah, yeah. So we've got a little bit of stuff in the middle. That game that no one cares about. No, yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> stuff in the middle. And then at the end of the show, we're going to have a look at what's left to come this year because there are a few more biggish games to come out. Oh, we'll have a quick chat. room. I know. We'll talk about <laughs> those because I'll tell you what, I am running out of room on my Love Film rental list, honestly. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to have uh, Quarian's Indie Picks now, uh, which we've, we've got a little bit of an update this week. I'm uh, trying something new. We've got one response, <laughs> one response. But basically, I've asked. I'm putting up now the indie picks before we actually uh, play them or, or actually feature them on the show. So if people want to play along with us and give us their views, which I thought was quite a cool idea, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, more than welcome to do. So I will post them up in the podcast section each week as soon as Quamrian tells us what we're going to be playing, and then you can give us your views on them, and we'll read those out as we're doing it. There you go. So yeah, let's have that. It is my hope. This is Michael Quigley, also known as Quarian on Xbox Live. And this week I'm going to be looking at Ripple and Radiant Games Fluid. The first one I'm going to be looking at is called Ripple. And immediately when I started playing this game, I got a bit of a groove vibe, which is a little bit of a stretch at first. But there's definitely similar mechanics going on here, and they're definitely doing things with sound in this one that are a bit of a departure from the typical arena shooter, pop the different types of enemies type deal. And the main quirk with this thing, as opposed to Groove, which was a little bit jazzy, which I actually liked quite a bit, is this one is all guitar chords. And it actually makes it a bit like you're listening to someone kind of do a little bit of a solo rendition while you're playing the game and I actually quite enjoyed it and as the guitar riffs start picking up so what is the gameplay and it has that kind of ebb and flow to it where when it starts slowing down again the gameplay will slow down again and also your shots will will start to diminish as well and the quirky little thing about this game and what kind of makes it a bit like Groove 
is you're shooting enemies to paint them. But unlike in Groove, when you shoot them, they can't hurt you anymore, and you could pass through them, they can still kill you in this game. And you actually have to send out these ripples or waves that go across the screen in every direction to wipe out all the enemies that you painted. And it actually becomes a really big gameplay mechanic because the more enemies you kill with one ripple, the more points you're going to get. So you actually want to send out as few ripples as possible because essentially you could just shoot all over the place like crazy and just spam out ripples all day long and you'll kill a lot of stuff, but you're not going to get very many points as someone who sort of collects a bunch of enemies and then wipes them out with a single ripple. And that's pretty much all there is to say about this game. And next I'm going to be looking at Radiant Games Fluid. And this is the fourth entry by Radiant Games, which, by the way, is a fantastic developer who have put out a bunch of top-tier games for very cheap. And... What this game is basically like as a little bit of Echoes, a little bit of Pac-Man, um, even a little bit of Time Trials HD because you're collecting all these little dots and you're in a sort of a race. And what differentiates itself from typical little Time Trials is all these little dots that you collect come back to get you. So you've got this swarm of red little orbs chasing after you while you're trying to finish this little race and if any of them touches you you're dead and that's pretty much the premise of this and now there is a variation at least one other variation of note where they don't come back but you've got a set amount of time to finish to finish the level and there's a little countdown timer for that on the screen and uh pretty much that's what this game encompasses but it's really cool really slick the presentation, as always, with this developer is top-notch. It's really cool the way your character actually flows around. It really does look like liquid. There are some power-ups in here to, to kind of change things up. There's one that makes you spiky, so you can actually smash through the little things. But at the same time, it reduces your speed, so you won't get as good of times. If you use this, uh, there are ways to avoid it. And there's teleports, and that's all I really noticed myself, but I know there is other stuff in the game as well that comes in later on. And it's just a quirky little game, and, and for a dollar, it's it's just a great little polished game with basically, you know what, I guess the indie game should be, at least at that price point. Obviously, I'd like to see more at a higher price point, but... Um, for 80 points, this is, uh, you know, 30 levels, and uh, they say there's a couple extreme levels that'll probably challenge plenty of people, so uh, definitely worth the dollar, I'd say. And just a little quick note, Crossfire, which we mentioned in the past, is now dropped down to 80 points as well. So you can also pick that up for a dollar, so all four of the rating games can actually be picked up for four dollars, so definitely suggest checking out everything from this developer. And uh, yeah, these both are going to be 80 points, both worth investigating and seeing if they're their thing because they're both got their own little quirks going. So yeah, Duke, what did you think? Yes, um, the first one, the uh, Ripple. Ripple? Uh, nah, uh, it took a long time to load up, and the graphics are very, very basic, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but in this case, it was I just wasn't really all that happy with it. It was a twin-stick shooter with a tiny little twist, and I just, eh, whatever. 
But Fluid, oh man, I love that game. I thought it was awesome. I bought it straight away, and then I was like, I'll play a few more levels. And before I knew it, I was out of levels. I had finished all the levels, and it was like, yes, I want more. Because it was very well designed, great graphics. The gameplay is very intuitive, and it's a little tricky in places. I had to do a lot of them, you know, multiple times because I kept doing stupid things. And it does require, you know, the manual dexterity, but it's also about figuring out how the board flows. The title of the game is very apt because it's all about finding, you know, the flow of the map. So uh, it's just really good, definitely worth 80 points. And, uh, yeah, I, I had a great time playing it. There you go. Chinny, what did you think? I can't tell. Ripple's the basic-looking one, Black right? one, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm the opposite to Duke this week. I think that Ripple was good. I liked it. Um, it is simple looking. I think that's kind of the point. Um, You're just a Geometry Wars fanboy. Yeah, fanboy. And the only problem is, I thought it was a bit too hard. And when, when you're trying to make a song out of a twin stick shooter, you want it to last longer. Um, but the problem was, like, you kept on dying. And you're like, oh, I was just getting into that. Um, yeah. it, your ship didn't seem to move fast enough. But it was okay. It was, it was, it worked fine. I thought it was good. Uh, with what's the other one? Help me out. What's the other one? The other one, Radiant Games Fluid. Fluid. There you go. I had a problem finding this one. Right, Fluid. Uh, yeah, I can appreciate how, how nice it looks, and it, it really looks like he's put a lot of work into how it, the presentation. I've been saying presentation a lot in this podcast, but how, you know, it's it, it's well done, polished. That's quite what polished. I say. Um, it's actually, it's polished. actually very polished. <laughs> um, but. I just kind of felt it was like a one-trick pony. So I, I played the demo, I was like, well, that's the fun I'm going to get out of that. And that's what indie games are quite... You have to be quite careful with them, because... Yeah, I, 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 I just kind of felt that like I was done with it when I finished the demo. Uh, maybe the demo was too long, you know, <laughs> or something. Uh, because the well, demo yeah, it was, I mean, it was like five boards in the demo, and there's only 30 in the game, so... Yeah, yeah but it's know. not... I think it, it does change up quite a lot as you go along... I don't think yeah, I'd say quite a lot, bit. but a little. It does, it does add some does things do. here and there. I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have that kind of, oh, I've really got to do that again feeling. No, but there's some interesting, the, the, the mechanics of some levels, the red things chase you, some levels it's a countdown, so you've got sort of so much time to finish yeah. it in. I liked all that stuff. Yeah. I, um, I, I like the way it looked more than the game itself. Um, okay. And I think that's just kind of me, not really look a dig at the game. It's, it's just my preference, really. Well... I'm going to agree with Duke, I have to say. If you Um, insist, but do be careful. (laughs) Yes, indeed, I do insist. Uh, Ripple, I thought it was cool. I like the way that it's like a double thing, so you've got to make them white, and then you do the ripple to sort of make them explode. I thought that was cool. Um, You don't... Nothing you do actually affects the music. It's more what's happening on screen that affects the music. So as more enemies appear, then the music changes up a bit. Yeah. So you're not actually, but it's still cool the way I like any games that sort of use music in a creative way. Okay, but Fluid, I absolutely love. I thought, what a really cool little game. I, I just loved yeah. the. the it's, it reminded me of Trials HD, that constant try, try, try again until you work out what the hell you've got to do. Yeah. And I, and I just loved it for that. I loved all the little things with like the whirlpools and the portals and the change into the big spiky thing so you could actually mm-hmm. get through them, but it slowed you down. Mm-hmm. So each sort of positive thing has a negative effect as well at the same time. 
But I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was smooth, fluid. It just worked, you know. And I, again, I'm like yeah. you, Duke. I bought it literally straight away. You yeah. know, I had yeah. no qualms in putting my points down because I thought it was a really well thought out game. You know, a little game, lots of fun. Yeah, you could go back. Just so you've got ten minutes to spare, fifteen minutes. You want to just play something for a little bit? That would be definitely the go-to game. Yeah, really, really cool. Um, and we had one email. I did put up what games we were going to play. And we got one off John Mao from the Play Vault. And this is what he thought. He said, what the juice? Uh, and he played. He only played Radiant Games Fluid from what I can work out. But he said, hello, VGs. I played Nokia Snake for the Nokia 32010. Remember those? The black and white screen or the green glow. Yes, those ye old phones. Fluid is just the same as playing Snake, except you are timed in Fluid. These little portals do add a sense of you having to work out where they go. But for 80 points, this still does not seem worth it. I would rather just go and buy Applejack again. Thanks for the suggestions, though. I enjoyed deleting it from my hard drive and my memory bank forever. Chad Warden. I mean, John, thanks. Chad Warden. There you go. Uh, I bet Chad Warden didn't like fluid either. No, I bet he didn't. But I, lo- I loved it. I thought it was yeah. really well made. Uh, because it hasn't got any 50 cent in it. So. <laughs> is that, is that one? Knows, the- real games got some 50 cent. 50 cent. Okay, Who's let's move joke? on. So, Ballin. Uh, but yeah, good choices this week. I thought they were both okay. But one was much better than the other. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, we like that. Uh, okay, let's, uh, let's move on. So yeah, I did mention I did mention before the break that we were going to talk a little bit, and this came about because somebody um, put up a story about the developer of Assassin's Creed Two, and they'd put some how many people finished the game, you know, how many people actually finished Assassin's Creed Two, and how what many about? people, and how many people gave up before they got to the end. So, what percentage of people do you think actually finished the game if you've not looked already? So, I've already looked. So. Have you already looked? I've already did, looked. Did, oh, down. Yeah, that's that's been wasted. You, you put it on the show notes. I know, I know. I shouldn't. And then you say, I know. Look at the show notes. But we don't look at the show notes. So let's go at us. I then know. We, sorry. We do look at the. What is going on? Ironic, isn't it? Okay. Oh god. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Only. Okay. Here we go. Only forty percent of people finished the campaign. Forty percent of everybody who played it finished it. So, what do you, do you think? Do you think that sounds a lot, not so much? What do you that think? That sounds a lot to me. Yeah. 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 Sorry, that's Assassin's Creed 2? Yeah, Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah. 40% of everyone who played it finished it, and 60% didn't. I know a lot of people don't finish games, and that sounds like a lot. So, to me, that seems like a good thing. Yeah, but it also seems like, I mean, that's a game that I think people are going to get if they're, you know, they're, people aren't going to try that casually, you know what I mean? Like, that's not the type of game, I think, where people would be like, oh, let's see what this is about, and then they'll drop off and not finish. I know plenty of people and, that start games and don't finish them. Uh, yeah, I know, but I would also say that that game, I think, did so many things right to keep you wanting to play yeah. that I can see that being an exception rather than... I don't know, that. I think that's a high number. I think it's yeah. much lower than that average... Well, it is. It is a high. Bioshock. There was That's what Ubisoft's mission maker said. People, yeah. people were saying that um, a lot of people finish Bioshock uh, more than the average of the type of game. So, yeah. but yeah, no, it is a high number apparently because, believe it or not, and this this absolutely amazed me. Uh, the industry average for the number of games that are finished is more likely to be around five to ten percent. And that's according to Ubisoft's mission maker, Gaelic Simard. Simard. 
But that's that. I, I can't believe that only ten percent of games get finished by people. Mm. I just find that absolutely astounding. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I I'd say I've probably finished sixty to seventy percent of the games that I've ever started in my life. Because a lot of times, you know, like I mean, you think about like role playing games, especially. It's just like, ugh. Sometimes it gets to, you know, we've talked about it, that point where you reach and it's just like in the middle of the game, you kind of lag. And for a variety of reasons, a lot of times you're just like, this isn't compelling me to keep going. Yeah. Well, you I mean, Chad doesn't have that attitude because he never no. finished. But uh, look, Stu, you were talking about Enslaved and you were saying that, 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 that part where it slows down. Like that, that's the point where you carry on and, and somebody else just put it down, you know. Yeah, I think, I think this year, obviously, the, the, I, I, I suppose my biggest uh, shame this year is not finishing Mass Effect 2. Um, because I finished the original Mass Effect and I played that relentlessly till I got to the end without stopping and I had no issues with that. And I think this year it's just been just distractions of other games coming out. And I think that, you know, not that I've actually got bored of the game, but something else came out that I wanted to play. Yeah, This is the yeah. problem with games in general because I was thinking about this when I was playing Slaves. When you when you watch a movie, maybe not with a book, but when you watch a movie, you watch it all the way through, Right. But with a game, you kind of have to stop and start it, and you know you have to. You, with a book, you only have to get used to the situation that you've forgot about, and you got right. I'm back in. I know where I am. But with a game, you have to remember the the story. You have to remember the controls. Yeah. You know, it's, just, it's just like it's it's difficult to get back into if you play, put it down for a while. Like, but how? But yeah. here's a here's a question though. But how do developers get it right? Right, because. If they make a game that's only, say, six or seven hours long, everyone complains that it's too short. Not us. Not, on the not us. No, not us. But if people make a game that's sort of 10 or 12 yeah. hours long, then they feel like they're getting more for the money, even if it's a crap yeah, 10 or 12 it, hours. It is, it oh, is that Darksiders, you said, was that type of thing? Yeah, it is that value for money. In it. it's, I, think, I think people want their money to be worth like more. For some reason... When you pay forty pounds or sixty dollars for a game, people associate that with how many hours rather than mm-hmm. the quality. It's the quality yeah. and quantity thing. And yeah. what's the one? You know, uh, I'm completely happy with, you know, Limbo and uh, Modern Warfare Two and Call of Duty Four. They're not very long single player campaigns. Let's forget about the multiplayer for the sake of this argument. You know, and I'm quite happy with that. You know, I'm, I'm, I think they deliver very well. And, uh, yeah, it's, people just think that hours played equals money. But let me let me put this to you though, right? Okay, taking the the modern warfare to or modern warfare argument, if it was only that and no multiplayer, how would you feel about it then? But it's not though, is it? No, but if it was, I mean, just for argument's sake, uh, um, I, 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 it would be as successful as it is. Uh, but do you think it would be value for money? Uh, I don't know. No, because the, the multiplayer is such a big part of it. But I oh, do yeah. think it's a, it's a quality six hours. You know, I still think it's worth um, probably about thirty or something. But it's 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 a good it's a good six. It's a quality single player game. You know, I mean, the gamesmen have started doing this quite cool way of reviewing games. Haven't yeah. They? Yeah, I, mean, I, I haven't looked. At, like, the, the way they do it is like they the, the guy assigns value to parts of the game. Yeah, to so each he, part of the game, so the yeah. single player, the multiplayer. I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's a bit funny. Isn't it? It's like it, it is quirky. It, I mean, like all reviews are you know subjective. I guess. Uh, well, not I guess they are. 
But, you know, how much money do you put on graphics? You know what I mean? How much money do you put on story? It's, I'm not sure about it. It's a cool idea. I appreciate that, you know, they're doing something different, and we love the gamesmen. They're friends of ours, but... Um, I guess I, I guess the I don't thing... know if I agree with that kind of system. I remember Steve telling me I was like, "Yeah, I, I don't know how you do it. Who who makes the price for the graphics are ten pounds? You know, like who who prices that? Yeah. You know, but I you... guess I guess it also comes down to you know if you're going to do that film versus game argument, okay, and saying oh well they've got to charge more because the amount that it costs to make and blah de blah de blah, but films cost varying amounts to make, don't they? From anything from $30,000, anywhere up to $200 million, depending on, on the film that's being made, yeah? For your sort of two, two and a half hours of entertainment or whatever it may be. Yet, you get charged the same amount to go in the cinema, whichever one of those films you go to watch. So you don't have a budget film where you pay less to go and watch it, do you? No, that's more on the DVD side, so when the prices go up and down. Well, there's yeah, but... a budget theatre in our town, I don't know about all of y'all, but... I mean, we have, like, dollar nope. movies where they go afterwards, and it's like... Nope. No, we don't have anything like no, is, is that. Is that older films that they're showing? Or... No, it tends to be stuff that's on its way out of the theaters, and then they can probably get nope. it to show in their theater for cheaper. Oh, that's they, interesting. They, they charge the same price for any film you watch. Whatever film it may be. Maybe some of the... We had a smaller smaller cinema. Like we had two screens. It was very small. Um, and they would sell... They would do a lot of like lower you know, budget indie films for cheaper but that's gone now you know near us near us is a, a little sort of village called Longridge sort of village almost a town but not quite big enough for a town little village and it still has an old fashioned cinema with the velvet seats and everything oh, uh, yeah right? we have one of those and, and it has love seats at the back so it has double seats mm-hmm. at the back yeah right? we got some of those at yeah, the how cool here. is that and the woman still comes round and they have an interval and this woman still comes wow. round with ice cream and stuff for you in the interval cool. That's how cool. cool is that I just love it it's just yeah. awesome yeah. Now, Takes you back to when you were 33. Do you know what else you do? Do you want to hear about the, the coolest thing to do, though, at this cinema? They will like give you a massage during the movie. They will allow you to hire out the, one of the, the smaller screen for your birthday, and you can come and, and rig up your uh, console, your games console. Oh, yeah. All cinemas do that now, Stu. Do they do that now? Yeah. Like, I was going to say you, they allow you to do that. You see the theatre now, and um, like, you know the adverts before the... The yeah. adverts before the adverts... Before the trailer, yeah, how much is it to rent out a cinema? I don't know, but like it does, you know, play. Your they Xbox. have signs for like have your meeting here or something. They they say play your Xbox here and stuff. And... Wow, that would be interesting. Yeah, no, it doesn't. I don't, I don't think it costs that much in Longridge. I don't know. I think it might be kind of stupid and obnoxious. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure about it myself, but whatever. But yeah, I mean, I mean, going back to the quantity versus quality. I mean, we've 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 cited Limbo a few times, haven't we? You know, and I, and, I, I don't acquire, I don't, I don't put value for money on time spent playing. No, it's on experience. Yeah, it? it's it's different. There's just there's, there's different things. Well, there's different ways to get value too. I mean, because sometimes you know you'll you'll pay a little bit of money and you'll get a big meal, and sometimes you'll pay a lot of money and you'll get a small dish, but it's the exquisite taste and flavor that you're paying. That for. is a good. I mean, God love us. Most hawk cuisine is like that. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, usually it's a ripoff because it's like this is good, but it's not like. $20. But it tends to be. It tends to be. They give you plenty of the crappy food and, well, sh- and not so much of the very good food. <laughs> you know, take a truffle for instance. That's or why I like that kind of in the middle balance type thing. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, 
Find a place that has good food, but they give you decent portions. That's it. I mean, I mean, the interesting thing for me. I mean, if if say for instance, Portal, the original Portal, had just released as a standalone game on a disc, you know, how much do you think you'd have been happy paying for that and been happy with it? Hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it would have needed to be bigger, no doubt. But that's why it works. See, that's the thing is that I think different platforms have different success because not every game needs to be the same size. Not every game needs to be 8 to 10 hours. Don't worry, Portal 2 will be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Portal 2 is going to be a... I think Portal 2 is, is really a spiritual successor to Half-Life, I think. You know, Half-Life 2. I think it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I really can't. Next year is going to be another big year of games, oh, isn't it? God. Oh, my God. I can't. I don't know where to begin. I just. So you know, we should uh, talk about what's what is coming out for the. Yeah, rest of the, yeah. shall we? Shall we do that now? I thought we were going to yeah. leave that for the last part of the show, for the last little bit of the show. Whatever you. Want. I mean, we're yeah, we'll leave. We'll leave it. that to the last bit of the show, and we will talk about what's okay. left. Cool, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, just just to touch a little bit on Oprah Winfrey, uh, she decided to do a Connect giveaway on her show. You get a Connect. You get a Connect. Everybody gets Connect. But it was mayhem. Did you see all these women going mental yeah. to connect? I, know, I put up it on my Facebook and I said, I've never saw so many women pleased to get an Xbox. Yeah, it was <laughs> unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Um, but the thing is, you know, Oprah, like, first of all, I tried watching an episode of Oprah. You know, when she, now she's mega big, not literally. But, like, like, I think it was Jennifer Aniston was on it. And it's just, it is like 40 minutes of screaming, 20 minutes of interview. It's ridiculous. Right, and yeah, I mean, she's giving away cars to the audience, and they—they're just there for freebies now. They're just like, whatever you give us, it's great, you know. They don't want an Xbox. It was just stupid. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, that thrill. Yeah, they have come to expect that yeah. they're going to get something. So, I mean, it, it imagine is, if there's like you go there and it's like, oh no, we can't get something away every day. How rich do you think I am? It's like, complete marketing, you know. Like it, the oh, Microsoft sure. have gone. But, but if if Oprah, if you get a, if you release a book. Right, and Oprah's face is on the front of it. You, you, they don't you, put her face on; they put the big O. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like they, yeah. if, if her attached to it, that's yeah. it. Like you, you are going to have a, a very, you know, a big seller, and yeah. that's what they've done. Like Microsoft are very clever like that. They're, uh-huh. they're they're very good at promoting their stuff, and they 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 know for a fact that if Oprah is on board with Connect, then that's a whole audience to to connect that never would have been, and that's the audience they want. People, we talk. We've talked about the connect a lot, but it's not for us. Like none of us. Are well, I was going to ask. Yeah. I was gonna... people, it's for those mental people on Oprah. It's them. Yeah, but right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask about because sixty for the rest of us. That's it why they cancelled Milo because they, them women are not going to play it. They're all going to play get fit with Mel B. And that video with Mel B, by the way, focuses uh, very much on her boobies. Did I, did, I, did, I, did, I, did I remind you, just to remind you, that I have got a signed photo of it. I know, yeah. Again. Have you seen that video with Mel B? No. Let's well, she's from Leeds, isn't she? She's like, let's exercise, right? And then uh, <laughs> she's, uh, she, she's, she's focusing on the boobs. The cameraman had a field day on that shoot. I was tired. Jesus Christ. But anyway, connect, Oprah, go. Yeah, I was. I mean, all I was going to say is, you know, for all those... You know, Xbox 360 owners that are like us, you know, like the Dave Dogs and, you know, all these people who actually play proper games, holding out in the vain hope that they're going to have some proper support for more more hardcore players. I, I think they just need to forget it because they're not uh, going to. 
They don't care. They don't care. See, that's the they thing, that's the, that's the thing though, because they they they're gonna try to get the best of both worlds in a way that the we never could to uh you know bring in people who are interested in hardcore games and also appeal to people who don't. And I think that'll be their sweet spot because they know they're not going to take over much of the Wii's momentum. You know, they're not going to win over people who already play and love the Wii, but they might be able to take people who are like, okay, I don't know which one to get. And, you know, if they can push the connect a lot now, especially if people are scared by, you know, even the Wiimote as friendly as it is some people are going to look at it and they'll be like oh you know this thing is you know it's got buttons and i, I don't know i'm nervous and the connect is you know supposedly more user friendly so i think that but then they also have the ability to add on to games that we all love like modern warfare 2 or Killzone or whatever it is in the case of the ps triple i don't uh, think they will though i don't think they're gonna do uh, that it'll be i don't think they'll then. bother spending time doing it for for what why would they spend extra money when that but microsoft doesn't have to but Microsoft doesn't have to do it. It's the game developers that That's are going to try. That's what I mean. But they're not going to. Why? Why would they bother? Because it's a chance for them to expand their market a little bit. Like it doesn't. I mean, they they can add in the functionality. I think without having to invest a huge amount of time and money. But then they can still keep it the same basic gameplay that they've had in the past. If people want to play it that way, so I it think, gives them a chance yeah. to just expand it a little more. I think it will be the third parties do. You're right. I think look because that's what happened on the way. Like you know, Ubisoft tried made a big effort to. To bring some hardcore games over and I mean, Resident Evil well. Four, you know? like they redid it for the Wii. It's a chance for them to get you know sell a few more. I get more that. No, I do get that. But we've connected. What worries me? Okay, we're gonna get a, get games coming out that are going includes Connect support. Just so obviously on the off chance that someone's gonna pick it up who maybe wouldn't have done otherwise, right? And then it'll be some superficial, not really adds anything to the experience thing. Oh, it's all going to be like that. Yeah, that they've spent time on doing for little sort of value. You know, adds yeah, no sure. value to the it's experience. It's just like the way they do my, um, multiplayer with a lot of stuff. You know, that doesn't really need it. Yeah. It's a way for them to try to market something and sell a few more copies. I think the games that will implement Connect in a, a meaningful and interesting way will be few and far between. I agree. Yep. I just think there'll be very few. And all those people we- holding out for them are going to be waiting a long time. We all don't. It's not very often that we all agree on something that we'll agree that the connect yes. won't appeal to us very much. No, I mean, I've, I've, it's, I, you know, I couldn't care less. I really couldn't. I'm because, no interest in uh, it. Millie's going to be on it? No. I'm getting her into proper <laughs> games. Proper yeah. games she's playing. <laughs> None of these rubbish. Daddy, I really want to... All my friends are playing the... Get back to work! DJ Hero, do another set. Get it, it is, it is yeah. awesome that she's playing DJ Hero instead of being interested yes, in Kinect. Actually, she's really good at it. She, I mean, I know she's beginner and you only have to press buttons and do scratching, but yeah, she's, she's hitting five stars yeah. on every tune and she good, wants good, good. to do five stars. That's what, that's that's like that's not because she's eight. That's because she's new, I guess, and she can get used to it and she'll probably yeah. knock it up to medium. She'll, she'll, go, well, she'll go to easy. She'll go to easy, I think, next, you know, and have a go on easy and she'll get there. She'll get yeah. there. Um, yeah, this one's for you. This one's for you. Cooperative play, originally scheduled to come out with Lara Croft and Guardian of Light, but obviously didn't. Then was released in September, a patch that would have... Um, yeah, anyway, it's coming uh, tomorrow, which is October the 27th, so... Which is not September. Which is not, which is nearly the, nearly actually November. Jesus Christ. Well, I okay. bought this game when it came out, thinking, <laughs> in a month, I'll play this co-op with Greg or someone who ever bought it. And I, I forgot that I've got it. And okay. then I might not play it because I'm going to buy Plants vs. Zombies and I'm also going to play Red Dead 
zombies tomorrow, so I don't know if I'm going to play it. I'll, there I'll... is a there is a caveat with this in so much as this is only for the 360 version of the game. Gee, what are they doing? I know, I know. And PC and PlayStation 3, you'll just have to keep waiting. That's ridiculous. Still... It's coming later, apparently. Oh, at least the PS triple version as well. Yeah, not yet. Absolutely not yet. Oh, jeez. I know. What can I say? Really, what it can I say? It sounds like they just rushed it out to get to get into the summer of arcade. And they, they, I, I don't know. I, in fact, I don't know that. It just sounds weird because it feels like they implemented co-op from the day one, from day one, and. Well, to implement co-op, you'd make it work online, would you know, maybe? Oh, weird. So strange. What are they doing? Yeah. Oh, they're all playing iPhone games, probably. Yeah. They're not really um, working. They're I don't, playing, I mean... They're playing Angry Birds and Cut the Rope. I just, yeah. I, I seriously, I just find it quite amazing, really, that... You know that this has happened. It's like, how does that happen? You know how, and and how can they not know, right? How can they say, right? Oh, it'll come in sort of a month's time. It would, and then it doesn't. How can they not know that they're going to actually either do it or they're not going to do it? You know what? What gives? They really missed the boat on it. I think. I mean, like the end of September. Yeah, I would have gone. Okay, well, you did warn us. Okay, you know. But no, I'm like, oh, I'll I'll get round to it. Whenever next year, maybe. Whatever. I don't know. I just at this rate, I might just play it local co-op when when I get time and Tara comes back and stuff. I don't care. So... Yeah, I just think it's weird. I do think it's weird. Okay, uh, I know. Rubbish. Yeah, to fi- to finish off before we do have the next break, I- I've actually got something for you guys to play if you haven't given it a go already. Um, and I don't want you to play it now, but I just want to tell you a little bit about it. Um, is it Portal? Does that play the... No, it's a free game on Congregate, so it's absolutely free. You don't have cool. to pay. Don't oh, we get pay. to play in the break. Maybe you could. Maybe you could. I don't, because that would cause more sound to go through. Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's I'll called, play in the break. It's called Thomas Was Alone. Okay. And it's made by a guy called uh, Mike Biffle uh, from Blitz Games is Studio. Is that Tim Bissell's brother? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, but he's from he's from Blitz Game Studios, and basically he did it sort of on the side. So it was sort of while what's they were. The name of the game again, sorry, sure. uh, Thomas was alone. There is a link in the show notes for it. Okay, okay. it's right at the bottom. Ah yes, I see. Can you see oh. it? Yep, I'm seeing it. Yeah, okay. uh, and so basically, this guy decided to make a game in 24 hours. So that's pretty. 24 hour game. It took him by Tom Bithel. By Tom uh, Bithelphil. So Bithel. So he decided to reach him on Twitter at. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it's Mike Biffle. Yeah, it's you saying Tom? Sorry, that's you. Sorry, I read the boy and I said Tom. Yeah, but you can reach him on Twitter at Mike Biffle. Yeah, Mike Biffle. Now they they don't make a ton of games. They make a lot of the sort of iCarly and Karaoke Revolution and American Idol game and. Yeah, they make a lot of those types of games, SpongeBob games and. Yeah, so they're not the the most renowned of developers. But this game, like I say, took him 24 hours, and it's a really cool little platforming puzzler. And I, I was really impressed with it. And it's it's a bit like Meat Boy, but a simplified version. So there you go, Super yeah. Meat Boy. Um, so there you go. So everybody out there, look up Thomas Was Alone. Play it in the break. And Ginny's going to play a bit of it in the break and tell us what he thinks. 
So there you go. Okay, so we are going to have a break, and I thought, as DJ Hero 2 released this week, we would have a track from there. We would have uh, the Firestarter remix on there, the Prodigy Firestarter. So I thought we'd have that, just to give you a flavour of what's in the new game. So there you go. No more games! Time to die!
So, what did you think of that then, Duke? Uh, did you like it? I'm a fire starter. <laughs> so, does that sort of make you want to run out and buy DJ Hero 2 now? Run out, but when am I going to play DJ Hero 2? In addition to New Vegas, which is another 25 hours of my Ooh. life for the first time through, and I'm going to play it again, surely, soon afterwards. Gamefly sent me Singularity and Batman Arkham oh, Asylum. Oh, Gabe Duke. See, you've got oh, the same oh. problem I have now. Yeah, where the, the game flow thing takes priority, and you go, well, why are you playing that game instead of Mass Effect 2? It's because I am Mass Effect 2. I'm playing when I want. Yeah. You know, this, I'm, I'm paying for this monthly, so I have this deep... <laughs> I need to get value for money on the yeah. monthly thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's all about value, baby. But, I mean, even if I only get one game a month, it's still cheaper than buying the game, so... Yes. Uh, yeah, no, that reminds me. I did forget to mention um, about DJ Hero 2. The, oh, the yeah. singing thing just doesn't work. It yeah. Oh, jeez. Because, okay, from the Firestar thing, you get the idea, don't you, that the sort of lyrics... I'm a fire start, 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 start. Yeah. I have to do that four, same four but lines. But that, that is what comes up on the screen, on the lyrics. <laughs> That's what you see. Oh, thank I'm, goodness they give me the lyrics for the song, because I never would have figured it out by myself. Do you know, and do you know what the other thing they do, right? Okay, say I this... I started, I got it wrong. Do you know, if this two, because obviously the majority are two songs mixed together... Yeah. Well, they'll play, like, obviously, you know when you're doing the crossfading sections and it might do lyrics from one song and then lyrics from the other song? It mixes those together as well, so you've got to try and sing two separate songs at the same time. Like Razelle. Yeah, it's just really difficult. I just thought it was just stupid. So I like the idea that they've tried to add that in, but there is very little value added with it. Oh, Unless you yeah. were absolutely drunk and desperate to sing something. You just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no business like show no business. business. <laughs> yes. That still makes me laugh now. Yeah. Um, Alright, moving on. Hang on. What? Hang on. What? 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 Hang on. Oh, yeah, you've been playing the game in the break, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, Thomas was alone. Thomas was yeah. alone. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think? It's good. Tricky and uh, yeah, it's like a little 2D platformer where you move shapes and you have to put the shapes in like, the little dotted lines and then you get different shapes. And it, to, to say that it's mainly 24 hours, that the puzzles and the levels are quite uh, quite complicated. And yeah, I like it. It yes. goes to show that these people are making SpongeBob the game or whatever. They're good developers, but they're just working on games that they just don't want to work on. They're just they're just working for the man. That's it. Yeah. That's so. it. I, I was quite impressed with it. For a, and it's free. You don't have to pay for it. Just go to... I'll put a link up in the show notes for people who want to play yep. Yep. it. It's good. It's all right. Yeah. It's a nice distraction. It is good. It's really, really good. Okay. <laughs> it's really good. Right. <laughs> it's really good. Okay. Really? really? I am, yeah. Sorry. Um. Yes. Yeah, so I thought we'd round out the show tonight with just giving people a bit of a heads up of what is left to come. And there is still a lot of stuff. Left to come, believe it or not. What? I know. I feel like I've played so many amazing games this year, and there's still games to come. It's yeah. it's quite unbelievable. Okay. Well, it's getting to be the crunch time because it's the holiday season coming up. What? There's no more games left. Okay. Surely. Okay. Okay. So coming on November the ninth, Call of Duty Black Ops. What? I've never heard of it. <laughs> So One more student asks me, "Ain't get black ops vomit?" So, Duke, are you still are you still standing by the fact you're not going to get this game? You know what? 
I, I was, but that play date yesterday made me wonder if I might miss out on some fun community stuff with like the G4TE people. Uh, but you got to get. I mean, you got to. Here's the thing. But here's the thing. Now I got GameFly. I might just GameFly it because they do pretty well with the new releases. I'll just be like, yep. you know what? I'll have it for a month, and then I'll just, you know, do yep. it that way, maybe. Yeah. Thank you. I called it. I said you would cave, though. I called that at the beginning of the year. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not saying anything definite yet. Maybe. You'll cave in. Maybe. Hey, hey, shut up, kids. The the zombie (laughs) thing looks fun. Zombies. Uh, I'm all over zombies at the moment. Sick of zombies. zombies. I'm playing with that. I I ain't getting excited about this. Vietnam zombies. I'm all over it. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Zombie geometry. Zombies. Okay. Uh, Nearer, we've got two coming out next week. Nearer, is that like the sequel to Nier? Like Nearer to <laughs> Nearer to date wise. So we've got that. That's probably the biggest release that most people are looking forward to is the Black Ops. Um, but yeah, 29th of October, we've got uh, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed two, <laughs> and Fable right. three on the oh. same day. Oh what? my goodness. Fable three on the same. Now, Star Wars. I read a I read an article from the uh, guy from uh, LucasArts, and he was saying that they built the game around the story, not the other way around. <laughs> so he said. So he said. He said they had all these these cool technical things, but they wanted to make the story, so they wrote the story first, and then they built the game around it. And there's also a really cool. Have you seen the really cool Easter egg in uh, Star Wars: Force Unleashed two? Um. Have you seen it? No. No? In the second level, apparently. In the second level. Now, I've seen video of this on YouTube, so I know it's true. Yeah. Uh, in the today, it's true. In, no, it's on YouTube, and there's actual footage of it in the game. On the second level, okay, you go into a room, you, you break down this, like, ice door, okay? When you get into the room, there's loads of giant uh, Guybrush Threatwood statues in the room, okay? And there's, a, like, a hologram of Jabba the Hutt on a plinth. Okay. Nice. If you jump on Jabba the Hutt on the plinth, you hear the Monkey Island music play, right? And then this costume icon thing appears that you can collect and pick up. When you pick it up, you can actually play the game as Guybrush Threatwood. Wow. And he has the two like lightsabers and everything. <laughs> it's so Pretty silly. It is the silliest thing I've ever seen, but really cool in such a serious game. Cool. Oh, they've stuck that in there. I love that. That that is gonna be one of the best Easter eggs I've ever seen. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. But yeah. yeah, I mean the same narrative is the first thing they did and the game was built around the narrative. So yeah. it's it's looking good. Oh, did I did I talk about playing Unleashed Two? Last oh, week? about the the demo. I don't think you did. I don't think you played well, it. I did that. play it, right. I'll quickly just tell you about where I thought of it. Um, you you two was kind of daring on it. You was kind of like, no, hey. we will, we, no, we really no, no, liked no, we it. Were very well, yeah. uh, oh. You forgot no, already. We loved no. it. Okay, now the podcast. I get the podcast mixed up. Sorry, well, okay. you white people say the same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we loved it. We both loved it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah okay, I'm with, I'm with you. A... I'm with you then. Like, the game looks the, the, the way it looks. I know we should talk about graphics, but with God, it looks good. And yeah, yeah I thought it was great. I'm I'm up for it. Yeah. That. Awesome. No, I didn't like to say I wasn't that. No, I wasn't that keen on the first one, but this one for sure I'll be. Yeah. Picking up. Okay, cool. Fable Fable three the the same day. Are we are we are we. Is we that Fable two or three? Uh, three. <laughs> yeah. No, because like, I, I still not played two. So uh, <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah, I played Fable two like now six months after it came out, and I'll probably do this. I'm not 
wet my There has up. been some twittering by Molyneux, okay, and and his team, basically saying that everything you do in the first half of the game and decisions you make, and I know we've heard this a gazillion times, <laughs> will have major consequences in the way the second half of the game plays out. Um, Even if that's his intention, haven't we seen so many instances of him promising so many I, things and then it doesn't happen? And like, Why should we trust well, him now? Well, right, okay. Law of averages says that one day he will say yeah. something that comes true, you know? Yeah, but not today. <laughs> Maybe it will. Well, have you heard of the game structure? Like, halfway through the game, you become king. Yep. So that's maybe that's what he's talking about. Like you'll, you'll make decisions when you. No, no, that is that is definitely what he's getting at. He's yeah, saying, no, like, you so you, you help some you you help some like kind of faction or something, right? And go, look, I'll help you out. I'm not king, but then I'm king, and this faction helps you when you're king. Yeah, it's, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, type thing. It's probably not that hard to implement, really, really, really. I think it depends. I think, I think it depends to what extent. Yeah. You know, to how much he actually puts. If you it. buy the game. A woman will come to your house. Maybe she will. Maybe she will. Um, yeah, another game coming out on the second of November, and I don't think. What? Yeah, I don't think we're bothered about this though. Because do 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 you still own, do you own a PSP, Ginny, or not? No, no. I mean, I do, but I'm not that bothered about this that I sort of charge it up again. Uh, but God of War: Ghost of Sparta comes out on the second of November. So any of those people out there with a PSP wants another God of War fix. <laughs> There you go for this year. There you go. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, what, 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 what? You missed the game. I did? What did I miss? You missed one of the highly anticipated games of this year. I have? CSI Fatal Conspiracy <laughs> comes out on the 29th. Are you sure I've missed Screw one? Screw <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I thought I really had missed one until you said one. You have. Just because I'm doing Back to the Future and you're all excited and wetting your pants. What the hell is a jiggle? But to be fair, right, I've got to say that Marty McFly, the guy who's in it, sounds just like him. Yeah, he does. It's a good match, man. It is good. When they showed um, Christopher Lloyd doing his voice, I'm like, Christopher Lloyd doesn't sound like Christopher Lloyd anymore. He's like, (laughs) hey, but uh, they should get a, a sound alike for him as well. But yeah, like, oh, man, I don't care what that game is going to be like. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you're going to buy him. Oh, rubbish. Six months after uh, Back to the Future 3, it's set. But so. you know what? Telltale have got a good pedigree with those, so, yeah, I think it's going to be fits, good. It fits, it? Back to the Future game, in it's the snow, be... Sam and Max and Wallace and Gromit, it yeah, fits. Like, I, think it's uh, gonna be, I think it's going to be good. Great. I mean, it's going to be good. Oh, what about Vanquish? Did that come out last week or this week? No, that's out this week. That's out. That's actually out. Okay, I've got okay, it on my love okay. film list. Okay. So that's already out You're now, oh, Vanquish. Oh, you did miss another game. I don't, I'm don't. i serious about this. I'm quite interested in this because I haven't played one of these Serious. Games. I'm serious. Um, look, I know, I'm, I'm going to say this and people are going to go, oh, whatever, but I haven't played one for a while. The Sims 3 is coming. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know about you. Well, I, that's I, on the PC, person, isn't it? Sorry? That's on the PC, isn't it? At the moment, yeah, but look, it came out of the PC earlier yeah, on. But the, yeah, but that's dead. We don't do PC, though. Yeah, the P- but, but now it's coming to consoles, you know, the, the real gaming platforms, the ones that are alive and well. When, yeah, but when's that happening? To, th- this week. Really? Yeah. Sorry, next week. Next week, yeah. What, really? The Sims is coming to a console? The Sims 3, yeah. Huh, never knew that. According to Play.com... No, you could be right. I'll you film. That. Yeah, I thought I saw something on the Xbox 360 dashboard. You're right. I'm not disagreeing. I'm I'm quite up for it because, as I say, I haven't played one for a while, you know? So, why not? 
No, I I look. No, I will it's go. A bit different. I like like a game that's a bit different. Okay. No, that's fair enough. Okay. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Moving on. We have got a few games coming out on the nineteenth of November. We say. Sorry, you've missed something else. I've, oh God, lovers! I've not even what? What have I missed now? Saw two flesh. I know. That's out this week. That's already out. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> already on my love film list, also. So that's already out. <laughs> Yeah, Saw 2 is already out. It came out already. You yeah. missed it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Go on. So carry on. missed it. Yeah. Okay, can I, can I carry on now? No, yeah. You can, can talk I, about it. Yeah, go ahead. Carry yeah. on. Uh, ACB. Oh, by the way, Deadly Premonition, that's already out too, so you don't need to mention that. <laughs> okay. God, love us. Right. Okay, 19th of November. We'll try again. 19th of November. Uh, Assassin's Creed, a brotherhood. As I said, ACB. Yeah, ACB, man. So what do you think? I thought they shut the servers for that game now. Uh, 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 very funny. Yeah, that was quite good, actually, for you. <laughs> Thank you. Know. One day, that's something funny, and then we'll all laugh. Um, okay. once again. This is the noise um, I make when I think about ACB single player, not multiplayer, single player. Uh, <laughs> that's good. I like it. That's a good noise. I'm ready for it. Yeah. I'm ready for Assassin's uh, Creed Brotherhood. Do you know... Maybe. Do you know, obviously, Assassin's Creed 2 was my game of the year last year for me. Okay, favourite game of the year. It was a great game. It was a great game. Well, can this, can this match it? I don't know. No. We'll see. So, no. yeah, I, don't, I don't think it will, but no, I it think... It'll be good. Get. I reckon it'll be good. Look, it's in Rome. What's not to lie? As you say, Diminution Returns. You can ride your horse in the city now. Great, thanks. <laughs> Just give me more people to kill. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's still going to be cool, isn't it? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm stoked for this. I mean, I'm interested in what what they're going to do with this. I quite like the story of Assassin's Creed. I think it's all right. Yeah. It's not pretty. It's like you know, not the best story I've ever, you know, um, played. viewed, played, read. But Absolutely. it's good. It's decent. I want to know what happens to the characters. Yeah, no, I mean, it's cool. Okay, same date, same date. Uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Booyah! 19th of November. So there's a demo going up on um, Xbox Live, but it's only a, it? for a limited time. Mm, so limited there's a demo going up, but it's going to go down for some reason. Don't know why. But uh, we played this Stuart Need for Speed, we did. and uh, yeah, it, it, it was good. Right. Yeah, it was good. You know, not I'm not into racing games, but I enjoyed yeah. it. But I probably won't buy it. This is, one that, this is one that you and I could play. It's on my rental list, so yep, I'm, I will fine. be getting it. You know, when it comes, it is on my rental list. But I won't be actually buy. I keep saying I'm not going to buy any more games this year. Actual buy games, you yeah. know, because it's expensive. I know, and and I've, that, this is no joke, right? I have got ninety pounds of my spending money left for the rest uh, of the year. So you got ninety pounds budget, so you got to choose. I can only buy two. Actually, purchase two more games this year, and then I'm run out of spending money. Are you going to buy games or are you going to spend it on other things? I don't know, yeah. I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking. And, yeah, then the the other one there, yeah, we've got, um, okay, uh, James Bond 007 Bloodstone. Yeah, no, that's a rental as well. That's a rental. I mean, it's it's getting some props for the driving, which you'd expect. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Have you got a date for that? Because I haven't got a date for that. Um, no, I think it's due November-ish. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think they've confirmed an exact date. No, it's it's definitely going to come before Christmas, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's going to be, like, kind of Quantum of Solace, like an average game. Yeah. Special. Hey, hey, Quantum Better than Section 8, though. So, yeah, better than Section 8, but I do think it'll be, like, a kind of... <laughs> 
Just keep the who is that guy? Who is he? He keeps laughing. I don't know who he is. But, um, <laughs> well, it'll Europeans be like, uh, it'll be a, a kind of okay Bondish game. It'll be a little bit prettier than Quantum of Solace, but I, I think it'll tick all the same boxes that it did, and you know, all that stuff. It'll be, it looks okay. Unlike the next game, which we still have no confirmation that it's still coming out this year, which is Gran Turismo 5. Which is meant to, but who knows? <laughs> Seriously, who knows anymore? Got a bit of inside here info. Have you? Yep. Wow. Seriously, I have. Go on then. It's still going to come out at the end this year-ish, I reckon. <laughs> What's that based on? But because people are saying holiday season, is that have January? Have you flipped a coin? No. <laughs> yeah. No. It's uh, Peter, uh, uh, December, I think he's now. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. I'll be. I will believe it when I see it. Well, I got an email today. Did you? Yeah. And then, for all you PC lovers out there, we should mention this is uh, World of Warcraft: A Cataclysm coming out on the seventh of December. So there you go. <laughs> really? Oh God, when are we getting it, guys? <laughs> so for all those people who love the PC. It's uh, so. I was thinking, you know, our end of year roundup of the year is going to be massively huge. You know, like, oh my god, all the games we're going to have to talk about. How how long before we choose Red Dead Redemption? That's what it's going to be. I know, but do you know what? You just forget, like, you know, Alan Wake, Heavy Rain. Those all came out. (laughs) As much as you hate it, that came out this year. Believe it or not. Yeah, like yeah, like games like. Bayonetta and God of War 3 all those came out this year. yeah God of War 3 completely forgot about it great game they all came out this year <laughs> it's been a massive year for games I just feel game like over, it's man. a huge game massive over. year for games and I've played a lot of them so I feel like I've been a good year of gaming God, good year good year Okay. The first, the first half of this year is better than the, the the last. It is. It is. And the first half of the year coming up is is going to be amazing. There's a lot yeah. of stuff. That's only because we don't we really don't know what's coming in the second half of 2011. No. But we've got Portal 2. Except for the Last Guardian. That's coming. Oh, last Guardian and Gears of War 3. Don't forget that. Oh, yes. It's going to be another big year next year. Jesus I just Christ. I know. All right. Dear time, can you stop for a while so I can... Catch up. I know. Okay. I know. Carry on. Oh God! Do, do you remember back in the day when, like, you got one decent game? I had one game. <laughs> yeah. I remember playing. Was, uh, I remember playing Carmageddon Two about fifteen times. <laughs> Why did I do that? How did I have time? Oh. To... Oh, no. Who knows? But God, it's it's gonna be a busy, busy year. Oh, by the way, by the oh, way, the uh, the winning parcel is on its way to McConaughey. I didn't get his shirt size. I need to. Send I send you an email. No, I got off. his. I got his address, but I didn't get his shirt size. Oh, oh well, I'll, no, I'll tell you some that. Random shirt. Well, he I... plays video <laughs> games, uh, Duke. So let's just assume he's an XXXL. No, it isn't. It isn't apparently, but I will. I will no. tell you that after the show. Yeah. Well, well he's not embarrassing. He's only a large. He's just a large. It's just a standard old large, so there you go. Oh, large. It's a standard large, so get that sense. It it might actually go after you go skiing. You go to the standard large. It might actually fit into some of our free T-shirts. And some might be too big for him. (laughs) He can use the left of dead ones as bed sheets. He can. (laughs) A nighty for his wife. There you go. Sexy. 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 Okay, okay. Juke shout outs. 
Yes. Uh, my first shout out is to Jerfer from the Bethesda forums because he's the one who helped me figure out my Nipton problem on Fallout New Vegas. Yay, I got it fixed. Yay. Uh, and um, all right, the people who are in the Battlefield Bad Company 2 play day were Quanrin. Woo! Woo! And his mate, Tierra Fox Glove. Yay. Chinny. Yay. Woo! Osaka Jim. Woo! Woo! Rickster. Woo! Woo! John Mouse, or John Mouse, as his name probably is supposed to be said. John Brilliant. Right. Kuathal. Woo! Hell Patrol. Woo! Pongo the Sane. How long do I have to do this for? Two more. Yeah. Uh, and Infozima. Woo! Yay! Oh, Infozima was the one. Showing up. Infozima was the one who uh, dropped his gun and knocked out, got his ammo off him, right? <laughs> The guy was like, would you please die so I can have your gun? Yeah, Jeez, selfish. Yeah, yeah really. Uh, so, yeah, everybody showed up. It was awesome. Thank you all for coming. The next play, get, play date will be on the PS Triple. Because uh, we don't want to show favoritism. So, yeah. You know one what games you should organize a Wii one, but I don't know. That may be hard. No. There isn't. There's only, there's only about three games you can play multiplayer on the Wii. Dude, yeah. Good idea, but no. No. Um, no. Well, Mario Kart. Mario Kart. I think that's it. <laughs> No, so, there's uh, the conduit. The conduit as well. What game are we thinking about on the PS? We don't have any idea. I mean, somebody said Resistance Two once upon a time, which yeah, I have, yeah. and I've got that now. That's Thank a good you. idea because I could rent that and then. Yeah, uh, let's yeah. do that. Resistance. Well, we'll put a poll up. We'll do it like we did this one. No, because it'll just be Modern Warfare. Just put a poll up. With, <laughs> just, just put a poll up with Resistance. Would you like to play Resistance Two or Resistance Two? Yeah, that's what I think you should do. <laughs> yeah. that, that that makes sense. So, yes, thank you to everybody who came for the playdate, and we'll see you at the next one. Yay. You know what we should do with the playdate? We should pick a really, really bad game. Section 8! I mean, yeah. oh. you know, not a popular game. No, not bad. Yeah. And then just see if we could have any fun with it. Ooh, we did that with Quantum Solace. It was really a lot of fun. One. I've got a good one for that. A really what? good Shadow Run. Uh, Although, did, probably... did he turn the servers off for that? I think the servers might Yeah, I think they're gone, yeah. I think they might anyway, bad idea because no one's going to buy Shadow Run, so screw yeah. it. Maybe resist. Yeah, but you could you you could get it for probably about a quid. <laughs> yeah, CEX or something. Yeah. yeah, you get it for nothing. Um, so Ginny, shout outs. Shout out to the taxman. Very oh. weird shout out. But I got a letter from the taxman today saying you owe me five hundred pounds. So I rang them up. Ooh. Right, and I said, Hang on a minute. I don't owe you this money, do I? And he says, No, you don't. We owe it you. Fantastic. So they're going to give me So people hate the tax, but I love him today. Brilliant. Well, you didn't Uh, at first, to be fair. I bet you were chunnery. I was like, what? What kind of fun are you giving me 500 pounds? But he's like, we pay you. Brilliant. I like the service. Because I I overpaid my tax in 2009. Brilliant. So, uh, yeah, so a big shout out to the tax man. I'm sure he listens. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to everybody who played Left 4 Dead on Saturday night. Shout out to Quamrian for just just being Quamrian uh, uh, and talking about games while we're playing a game, can you just please focus on the game that we're playing instead of other games? Um, and also, don't run too far ahead, Quamrian. We haven't played the game before. We don't know where we're going. Jeez. <laughs> and everybody else who was there on the night, I can't remember everyone's name. I mentioned them earlier. I can't remember them all. I'm sorry, but thank you very much for coming. I'm still up for playing Lift for the 2. So um, GH Rocker has been very good at saying, hey, do you want to play Left 4 Dead 2? Um, and if I'm busy, I'll just say I'm busy. Or if I'm playing another game, I'll just say, sorry, I'm playing another game. But just ask me anyway, uh, and that'll be cool. Uh, who else? Who else? Shout out to my mate, 
Um, Lee Marsh, because he let me Medal of Honor. That's oh, it. There you go. Bang, done. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to first of all shout out Rick for just making me laugh playing Left 4 yep. Dead 2. Because it's, so, it's such a long time since I've heard someone moan quite so much in one night, I have to say. Jesus Christ, he moaned a lot. But it was funny. It was moaning in a really funny way, though. <laughs> so he did make me laugh. Bless him. But it was sort of getting it towards the end. It was actually just yeah. starting to get into I, I did say to him, I, I, look, if, you, if we kind of sat down and... and... Got to know the game a little bit. He'd probably like it, but yeah, it's just that whole jumping in the deep and thing. Oh, um, I've got quite a sad shout out, little sad one. Oh, okay, yeah, out to the in betweeners which finished last week and oh, uh, in betweeners friends. Yeah, and that was the last series, as far as I know. They said they're going to stop it after this series, so that was it. The third series. Done. They might make a film though. They made that. That would be yeah. They meant to be doing the Ibiza one, out, but from what yeah. I well, apparently the, the original voices and stuff. Uh, the, the original writers wrote a script for them to, to be Magalov. Yeah, oh, like that. that's it, Magalov. And um, but uh, Simon Bird and the other guy, uh, I think it's, it might have been James Buckley. They wrote their own script of them going on holiday, and the original writers said they were jealous because the script that uh, Simon Bird wrote, Will, was actually better than theirs. So I think they're going to combine the two scripts. Oh, and... I'd love that because, and I all, I, you know, I hear all of the words that they use for the fee- female anatomy, and I think they must have made those up as they went along. No, 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 you mad. No, I've heard those. Some of them I've never heard of. No, nah, no, nah, it's just One of you... them, he called it an axe crack. Yeah. <laughs> an axe crack. Yeah. Was it Or an axe wound. Axe was it an axe wound? wound? Yeah. I'm going to kick you in the axe wound. What? I might always used to say that when he was little, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. An axe... It's just a joke. Hey, hey, Duke. Look, just because you've no idea how things about American football and the quarterback and the half. Why the hell do I ever talk about that shit? Yeah, that is true. He Never doesn't. Do. That's true. He doesn't. Screw you. Anyway, and before we just now, imagine off, if me and Stu sat and talked about music for twenty minutes oh, on the podcast. Music. I love music. Anyway, uh, to finish off, we have got uh, one more iTunes review. Who was obviously angling for the swag, but was too late, I'm afraid, because it's gone. <laughs> but. Yeah. We do thank you for the review, and it's called... It wasn't Sucker. very funny. I mean, thank you. Yeah. It's called Materialistic Gamers. <laughs> is his uh, review name. Material, material. Yeah. Gamers. Game. <laughs> Five stars by Nogway. Now, it is a bit of a wall of text, but I will read it all the same, as well, I always do. Put it, I read it. Okay. He put, Having been an avid listener for the last 40 episodes, I was thinking it's about time I showed my appreciation for the many hours of entertainment provided by your good selves. By way of leaving a glowing review. It's really, really, really got nothing to do with the fact that free swag was mentioned for the 100th review, leaving a podcast subscriber. And I'm sure that this situation bears no correlation to the sudden surge in review-leaving activity on this feed, and possibly that of others from more weirder countries. We as gamers are completely non-materialistic, and I'm sure that other recent review leavers were simply compelled by the same selfless, spontaneous urge as myself to rejoice and share in the sheer excellence that is the Veteran Gamers podcast, by way of tendering a review. It's just that consequently I have found myself playing catch-up today and listening to the last three episodes back-to-back whilst working, hence my haste in leaving a review. I feel it is also important to praise the veteran gamers community as a whole and to encourage the spirit of sharing. After all, how many t-shirts can one person need? Keep up the amazing work, you guys. Rule. Gamertag at PSNID. Nogway. 
there, there you go. Yeah. Which is, and he's also joined up on the forums. Cool. So there you awesome. go. And he also he also gave an explanation of his gamer tag Nogway, and I thought it was going to be some take on uh, Gremlins, you know, like Mogwai. Yeah, that's why. But it isn't. Yeah. It's nothing to do with that. It's something to do with a nickname he had as a kid. So there you go. Oh. There well, you go. maybe you should lie next time and say it's Gremlins. Yeah, yeah, because that would have been cooler. That's far more interesting. Yeah, it is. Um, like my name. Like, I, I just pretend that like I got dropped on my chin when I was young. There you go. So that's why I'm called. That's, that's so much more interesting. People have believed me when I said that as well. There you go. Gullible. There you go. Um, and on that, talking of chins, actually, I have got a story about chin. You want to hear it? It's only quick. It's only quick. I used to go. Right, I used to go to school with a lad called uh, Mark Benson. Mark Benson, right? And he was a massive Michael Jackson fan, right? Huge, huge Michael Jackson. And do you know what he did to try and get a dint in his chin? You know, like Michael da- Jackson dint chin. You know what he did? Pumpkin, yeah. No, he started playing snooker because he thought by rubbing a cue consistently in his chin, he would eventually get a dint there. So there you go. Yikes. Did it you work? Know. No, did it bollocks. But the, le- <laughs> the levels... I've played, I've played snooker since I was... Annoying. I've never. I've, I've and you've got no dint in your chin. No, no. no, never mind. But yes, he was convinced he would get one, and he didn't. So there you go. Uh, and on that note, we need to get the hell out. Fascinating, of here. Stu. Let's I get know. out. It's, it's a heck of a story to end on. It was. It was. See you later. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace out. Need for Speed Hopper Shoot demo hitting tomorrow, but that will already be out. So old news. Dead and dead now. Rug thief shoot. Red Dead Undead Nightmare also hitting tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, well, that's already out now. Why don't you? Why don't you?